happens and then uh Clovercrest Media Group is proud to present season two of Stinky Beak. He threatened to kill her, you know. He said it out loud. He said, I will kill you. She did not believe him. I think the circumstances were dubious about her disappearance because she had run away several times prior. She told me he hasn't told a soul. The man driving the car, whoever he was, nobody's ever said a peep. It was never talked about again, even between the two of them. And I'm not sure those two even saw each other after this. In a no-body case, you generally need time and seclusion to dispose of the body. She told me that he's been lying. He lied about this whole thing. In his own mind, he probably does love her in a way we would consider particularly sick or twisted. But I think in his own mind, he does love her. She felt like she was climbing the walls, which isn't a phrase that a kid would use, but that's what she's telling me. Like, she felt like she was almost trapped. She said she was trying to look for a way out. I won't go into detail, but I would say you're hot. Subscribe to Sticky Peak wherever you listen to podcasts. Good evening, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to show 15 of Speaking It Real. I am joined by two very, very lovely human beings. I got Joe Aguiar. (laughs) That's right, buddy. (laughs) And we are blessed once again with Kim Chapman on the show. As you can see, there is a glaring absence. Um, Frank had some uh, personal matters to tend to. And uh, he will be sorely missed today, but, you know, that's how the cookie crumbles in life. Uh, We try to be where we're supposed to be, but sometimes other things yank us in a different direction. So how's everyone doing tonight? How you guys doing? Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Kim. Uh, Big time to get on this show. That's all I know. Oh, I know. I'm sure. I'm sure. Joe Joe (laughs) listens to this show on the weekends, and he's like, I got to get a crack at Carlos. I'm (laughs) Jerry. <laughs> don't worry man we're definitely gonna we're gonna be able to trade a few blows tonight not a problem not a problem <laughs> so last week on our show kim you proposed an idea and I, I said absolutely i mean that's what this show is all about it's 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 honestly a show about conversation like we're the seinfeld of podcasts we don't have we <laughs> we don't have like a specific genre we just talk because we think Americans don't really know how to do that too much these days. And you suggested that you wanted to share your thoughts on love, sex, and money. And uh, I, I know that I get about a D, C minus on all three of them. Uh, Joe, I don't know how you grade yourself. <laughs> I, I I don't know. You know, I'll leave that for I'll leave that to others to decide. <laughs> uh, so I mean, at, at the end of the day, though, that's that that's that's a pretty heavy topic, and I'm uber curious to try to I guess understand what is it about love and love, sex, and money that is on your mind that you want to discuss. Well, the misconceptions of it, <clears throat> the misconceptions about love. All right, let's break it down then one at a time, because if we nail all three, we're going to end up just splattering paint on the wall and it's going to be a sloppy conversation. Let's start with love. What is the misconception of love? 
I honestly think and feel through growing up that we've been conditioned to conditional love instead of unconditional love. Hmm. Hmm. So you're saying that people like we're talking about like falling in love. We're not talking about parental love. What kind of, let's be specific. What are we, yeah. Cause there's different types. What kind of love are we dealing with? Okay. First you got to go with your upbringing. Right. When you're a kid, you mainly see your parents interact. Right. How did they demonstrate love? And then how did they demonstrate love to you as a child? Okay. Okay. All right. So then there's restrictions. From our our parents, you mean? Or, or yes, from okay. our parents based on and then how they treat each other. Okay. Love isn't, love isn't actually a feeling, an energy that's inside you. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's it's unexplainable. Every human being experiences it for different reasons. And uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, I think it's safe to say that I'm not going to say it's not controllable, but but how it starts is a phenomenon that many of us do not understand, I believe. And so I'm trying to get the conditional part of what you're saying, because all right, we see our parents as we grow up and they pretty much teach us one way or another that it's plenty conditional. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. And, uh, you know, the, the, the things they bicker about, the threats they, they, they throw at each other, and mm-hmm. the almost bipolar behavior that they tend to display as we grow up with them on the days they love each other, the days they hate each other. And it, okay. it's it's quite yeah. a bit. So, and then guess what? Then right? you attract the same thing. For, I'm sorry, say it again. You attract the same thing. Oh, so you're thinking, you're thinking that the patterns of love that every person displays or exhibits stems from what they see in their parents? Yeah. Oh, that that's that's a strong argument. It's a belief. So essentially what you're saying is is people tend to marry their parents. Yeah, that's <laughs> too, isn't it? Ooh, Joe, what are your thoughts on this? This is some Freud stuff I think we're, <laughs> we're entering into right now. Um, by the way, I don't know if you know this or not, but we do know what causes love. It's uh, dopamine and uh, another hormone that gets released during attraction, and it <clears throat> literally is released into your body, and it gives you those giddy feelings and... Uh, Right. Scientifically, that's the cause. But I, yeah. I, I, I mean, what's the trigger? It's, attraction, literally attraction. I mean, right. You, and, and I guess the development, of, in. <clears throat> the development of what you're, you're attracted to. I mean, there are things, Joe, I can imagine that <clears throat> you think you're attracted to or you have no idea you're attracted to. And then, bam, like, wow. Uh, so that's that's kind of what I mean by like. Uh, you, know, you don't know, like we don't have a program to check. We may actually say, Oh, I like my women or I like this a certain way. And then you end up falling in love with something completely different. And because- so I think the triggers are variable, but of course, yeah, once, once you're triggered by whatever it is that triggered you said reaction you described is correct. So, but, <clears throat> but now what Kim is saying is 
a lot of that triggering is actually conditioned. In other words, you're going to see a woman who's going to somehow, or in, 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 you know, in, in a woman's case, a man, let me take that back. Whatever you fall in love with, <laughs> it is going to somehow resemble someone, someone you experienced growing up is what she's saying. Am I right, Kim? To a degree. Yes. Mm. I, and I, I would agree. To, I would agree with that to a degree for sure. I think, you know, you see the kind of relationship that your parents or grandparents or aunts and uncles or your friends and neighbors have. And that's what you're basing a romantic relationship on is what you see as I mean, it's it's I don't think it's any different than politics or any other social issue where whatever your surrounding influences is going to greatly influence your your thoughts and opinions on said subject that's funny you say politics <clears throat> because i think a lot of times and this is a phenomenon that i've heard on numerous occasions where our kids mind you they grew up with us like you said same environment <clears throat> but they end up growing up thinking politically opposite from what their parents believed is it because of rebellion? Uh, I, I don't know. But to a certain degree, no, I, I, I agree with you, Joe. But I, I think on certain levels, especially political, kids end up, a lot of kids end up, like, just countering their parents. And Yeah, but I think, I think that happens when, I don't mean to say, <laughs> like, you're failing as a parent, but I think you're failing to make your case to your children. I have a lot of friends who are conservatives. <clears throat> I know you don't believe me, but I do. <laughs> and, you know, increasingly a lot of them are telling me they've got kids that are rebelling or they're taking their kids to BLM protests to try to be supportive of their, of their kid who tells them, dad, you don't understand. You're so out of touch. So I do think there's a certain level of rebellion and a certain level of, you know, I think you're on the wrong side of history kind of thing. And, and of course, that's <laughs> going to cause rebellion. But I, I would still say most young conservatives have parents who are conservatives. I think it's rare that you're going to find uh, a conservative kid. You're not finding uh, Alex P. Keaton anymore from Family Ties. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I know, like, I mean, this is an isolated example, but it's it's an example nonetheless. What's her name from the Obama administration? Um, Susan Rice? Her son. Her son is like the head of the Republican chapter at Stanford University. So the Keatons are still That's out hilarious. there. Yeah, <laughs> the Keaton still, and and that's a prime example of what I mean. Or look at um our hero Reagan. <laughs> um, he I know he has a few kids. I know I think hero. Oh yeah, they're they're all yeah. I think they're all liberals. <laughs> no, no, one of them is conservative. I think Michael is conservative, and Ron Jr. is a, is is very liberal. I think, but and the daughter is too. Yeah, so it, it it's it's. Politically, I I, I, I see but again, that. Actually... Understand that they grew up in California. They grew up in Hollywood. Yeah. So right. you're around that influence. You know, <clears throat> Michael identifies more with dad from a on a on a more intellectual level, and these kids are more influenced. You know, again, sort of rebelling against your dad, but also embracing the <clears throat> counter movement. You know, in in the Hollywood area. But wait a minute. What if the kids can think for themselves and? don't like the way you believe in your politics and they open-minded and think for themselves and like, you know what? I don't so much believe in the way you think in your politics. I'm 
think I'm going to try this one because I just don't agree. Isn't that okay? I think Joe's alluding to that a little bit. <clears throat> I think he's alluding to that a little bit. It's sometimes it's just, a. I think some of it can be personality. Like it ain't so much about not making your case, although I can't, that that's possibly a reason. But, you know, even though our kids are our kids, that, you know, our personalities can absolutely clash. Uh, and so you can make your case perfectly and they'll just look at you and be like, yeah, but no. <laughs> and, and just completely go the other way about it. And, you know, uh, uh, my two oldest right now, I know my oldest, he's, he's very conservative. And my second oldest, he's leaning liberal. And so... You know, and, and I've been very, very open-minded with both of them. I just tell them, all I tell them is this, <clears throat> whatever you do, always be a skeptic. I don't worry about what you believe. You're, you're, you have your, your, your God-given right to believe what you believe and your causes. Just be a skeptic about everything you hear. That's all I've ever told them. And, uh, but you know, I'm not going to win them all. I'm not going to win them all. <laughs> you know what? I tell my kids, you know, ask the question, question everything. Do not take anything for face value. Do your own research. And there was a gentleman that I just got done uh, listening to, and he said the same thing. He said, in anything, question it. Don't absolutely. take it for face value. Absolutely. absolutely. But that's the problem because he goes, you look on social media, you look in the news, and people are so, they believe it. Oh, well, yeah. they said it on, you know, ABC or NBC or CBS or on Facebook. Right. I mean, right. You take their word. You're not going to go and do your own investigation. Well, yeah, no, America has a bad problem with that. But we'll probably get into that a little bit later. I'm going to I want to tackle the rest of your your pyramid. And uh, Eden, as far as Freud, uh, I think we'll probably tackle that here now. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> here's the thing, because I've heard. You know, with my ex-husband, he would say things to my mm -hmm. kids, like when my kids wanted his attention. And he'd be like, no, not right now. Okay, wait, wait. So your kids wanted your um, ex-husband's attention. Right. Okay, and he said, not right now. Okay, go on. Okay, so then when they went and occupied their time and started doing something for themselves, entertaining themselves, then he would say, okay, let's do this. And they're like, no. And then it would be like a comment like, well, he must not love me. Or something to impair. He, he would say that to your kids? He would say yeah. that to your kids? How old is that guy? Let me ask that question first and foremost. He's Can you give me an? Please. All right. So here's what I've noticed of that generation is they do that. They do that all the time. That... uh that guilt trip sort of love. And, and unfortunately I, and I, and I, I don't want to indict a religion, but I think that's just Christianity and sort of the way it teaches about love that, hmm. well, so let me, let me, let me explain. No, go ahead. Carlos, that idea that, um, <laughs> if you use the Lord's name in vain, or you don't follow the commandments or you don't honor your parents right. that you're going to burn in hell for an eternity. Yeah. Yeah. But don't forget. He loves you. Right. Don't forget that. <laughs> mm, you know, it's, it's, it's a very sadomasochistic relationship. And I think it warps people's minds a little bit. Yeah, and, and I mean, you get, I'm yeah. telling you, I find that older generation, you know, if you don't call them or, you know, you don't hug them enough, you, you get that. Well, 
guess you don't love me. And it's like, well, I do. I just have a life, uh, unfortunately. And But I hate that. And <clears throat> I find that generation, too, always wants to hug my kids. And my kids are like, I don't like hugging. You know, and I and I've had to have conversations with these people, and it's like, oh, they don't love us. No, they they do. They, you know, but hugs are hugs are not necessarily just to be had. They've got to be consensual. Yeah, I mean, you can you can toss religion in the ring. I I I won't uh, I won't completely upon that. But I I wonder. I mean, the times that they grew up in, uh, being that there were so many more wars that we were directly involved in, um, you know, was there more uncertainty? Uh, and it may have caused that much more like latchiness to that generation. Could be. It, 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 it's tough to call because, I mean, obviously, like you said, that's them. We weren't alive then. We were, we were, we're latchkey kids. We got sent home from school with a key on our neck. And so, <laughs> so, yeah, so, and, and, uh, and, but that, I mean, and, and that, that's also a bit narcissistic and, and who knows, I, I'd say it's a combination of a lot of things. You, the environment of the, of, of the forties and fifties, um, religion was much more prevalent back then. And, and, uh, and so now you're saying, what do your, do your, do your kids end up doing that too? They no. <clears throat> my no. mind avoid that stuff. I mean, and again, I've had to have conversations with relatives and be like, they'll hug if they're in the mood, you know? Yeah. You know, and it's so, funny now I, I'm going to bring culture into this. Uh, like mind you remember I'm Hispanic. We're a bunch of huggers. <laughs> we hug all the time. We love hugging. Um, and so, yeah, it, it would be, it would be uh, like, if I didn't hug any of my relatives, they'd be like, <laughs> how dare you <laughs> and even the young ones like we don't smother each other but there's always hugs going on in the cuban dinner like thanksgiving it's a hug fest so i think culture may have a lot to do with that too um but again so <clears throat> I, I i don't know if if you were You're italian uh, though how are you guys I not am. hugging <laughs> oh no no so listen of course of course we hug i'll tell you what up until up until about three years ago i was a, a hug and a kiss person um and and i i don't know just with me too and all that i was like i'm all set i'm just not touching people period and then this thing happened the <laughs> pandemic and i thought good call just good call all around um, pull out of the market <laughs> yeah you know again it's it's you know it's not that i mean i again i i hug and kiss my brothers when i see them it's that's how my family is right. but again that idea that like come on give your uncle a hug that's weird <laughs> that's just a weird thing you hug people when you miss them i haven't <laughs> seen you in a while hey great to see you it's now it's is it the men i noticed you said uncle so like if if uh if it was your aunt yeah i i mean i still think the kids hate that that idea of like you owe me a hug come over here and hug oh, me give me a hug i don't want to do that that's weird you know Again, I, I think anytime you force people to do stuff, there's an especially young people. Right. There's a natural <clears throat> tendency to be like, I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> so, yeah. All oh, right. God. Uh, uh, was it? I think the uh, singer Kesha 
went up to Jerry Seinfeld on the red carpet and asked for a hug. And Jerry was like, sorry, I don't hug. Uh, <laughs> and she was like, just a quick one. And he was like, no, no. <laughs> and she ran off embarrassed. And he was like, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't, I mean, you know, it's weird when somebody just wants a hug. Yeah, look at that. You're being demand. Give your uncle Tony a hug. <laughs> wow. Again, hugs are that's my brother. He's not he's not an <clears throat> oh, issue. okay. I'm uh, sorry. I'm everybody, still... everybody loves Uncle Tony, but again, it's the idea of being forced to do I uh, so I put it like this. When I was younger, I had an uncle. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think the uncle's gay, tell you the truth. He's he he's just he's like 68. He's like a like a confirmed bachelor. Okay. Like Lindsay I got Graham. you. I got you. He's an old Italian guy, but I mean, for like 30 years, this guy grabs you by your sack. Wow. It's an Italian thing. You'll see it a lot. They, yeah, we don't they, even they do that, dude. Grab your, <laughs> they grab you like they, it's a quick grab of the groin and you're like, uh, what are we doing here, man? I'm 12. Don't do that. I'm glad you told me that. That's amazing to think about. Like, I know, you know, Latinos, Hispanics were notorious for, for being touchy feely. Yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a real Goomba <laughs> thing right there. They do that. Hey, hey, hey. Like, all right, all right. Don't do that. That's wow. So and you know what? That that goes to show that you know the programming from being brought up, what you see, what you hear, and how you feel sort of sets you up in your adulthood of repeating patterns. And when it comes to love. It's the same thing. Right. And well, la- until you, and then how do you know the difference then? Like when you experience the total opposite. Sandra, do I don't know, you- know what Cubans you know, dude. No one's ever done that for me. Sorry. <laughs> I guess the Connecticut Cubans got it That must be dude. like the middle of the island Cubans, like away from the coast, <laughs> deep in the mountains. They're doing cup checks, but. <laughs> Oh Lord! So then, if you can talk <laughs> conditional love, how would you know what unconditional love is? <clears throat> I think that I guess that's when you develop a, a level of passion for something. If you don't want to let it go and you're willing to put yourself through any kind of fire for said person, then you've reached that point where it's unconditional. And you know, that's that's pretty. And and unconditional can be a beautiful thing, but can it can also be a really really scary thing. So, for example, you know, you, you find someone, you love them, you cherish them, you get along so well, you're willing to put up with their flaws. You, you you're gonna love them no matter what. Or you've been so psychologically abused that you cannot let that person go for fear of being completely alone, and you will love them unconditionally. So. You know, the no, roots of unconditional love can be pretty frightening or they can be wonderful. But a lot of that will come from, you know, childhood traumas and things you've learned along the way. It's, you know, the brain is 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 a beautiful and frightening thing because of A, how effective it is, but B, how easily manipulated and managed, managed or manageable, manipulated it can be. Uh, so yeah, that's a hell of a ringer there, Kim. Uh, I mean, you know, this is why I did. Uh, graduate from uh, I got a four year in psych because I love it. <laughs> I love the fact that the brain is like the uh, psychology is like the one science that you have to study without actually 
having a tangible object in your hand. It's all about reaction and study and, and, and observation. And it's awesome. And these kind of, these kind of questions, you know, the more we find answers to it, the better we can understand conditions and, and how people do develop tendencies and behaviors. But to say that we're completely susceptible to programming, this conversation kind of showed that it's 50, 50. I believe we will always pull some traits from what we've experienced, but as Joe, uh, you know, kind of alluded or just described, he's got relatives. He, you know, that, that the, the hugging factor in his family per se has decreased by generation. And so the, the change is possible. Change is possible. Yes, Viewing, it is. You know. Cause if you change your mind, you can change your life. Right. You change your thoughts. <clears throat> change your feelings and change some of the things you do, it changes. Right. So what motivates you to make that change though? Well, it's it, when you wake up and realize this doesn't work. Ah, all right. So now you're also saying that it is possible to break from that conditioning. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now I'm, I'm, how do we dip our toe into sex after we've had that conversation? <laughs> well okay here's how we dip into that if love is an emotion <clears throat> and feeling and also an energy so is sex the meaning of sex is literally synergistic energy exchange it's a feeling just like the dopamine de I'm, I'm having a hard time dopamine, dopamine. dopamine <clears throat> and all those other chemicals when your body starts feeling aroused or your heart starts racing based on just something in the room <laughs> and you get that feeling. It's like, you know what they say? Love at uh, first sight. It was chemistry. Right. It's, That's kind of what I was alluding to before. Right. Right. So mm. then it gets so intense that that energy is very powerful and it can be euphoric then you have to physically get together to release the energy. So let then me throw a let me throw a wrench in your yeah, let, let, let me throw a wrench into your <clears throat> your uh, explanation. What you've described is a beautiful and real phenomenon, but how do we, how would you relate what you just said to a one night stand? I'm drunk at a bar. You know, girl, three seats when down. Was, yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't even have to be attractive. I just got an itch, and I'm hoping she does too. And bam, synergy. <laughs> that is a little bit of an intoxication involved yeah. in that, right? But so, well, again, that's actually also releasing uh, and increasing your dopamine. Right, right. So yeah, it's yes. increasing the chances that she's going to have that same itch as you, my friend. <laughs> you know, here, here's here's the whole thing. I I think it's it's funny, right? I mean, because <laughs> we so we think that we're some sort of special creature that like God created and like put here so that we could you know, walk around in his image and, and well, do we are charity work or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Uh, some of us, sometimes. <laughs> I, you know, so I, I think we we hold ourselves up kind of high and, you know, it's it's all atoms and chemicals kind of going at it. You know, we're, we're not much different than 
Well, we're not any different than any other animal on Earth, and I know Hold that's kind on, of a Joe. kind on. of a bummer that, to that hear. Exactly but true. Scientifically as far as speaking, I know. that's a hundred percent true. I we know. are no, we no, are no, we no, are no. about not, we we share ninety two percent of our DNA with pigs. As far as I know, and, and and if anybody has any research, by all means, that's why I love this show because I allow comments to correct. Only two animals or two species on this planet actually have sex for fun. And that's dolphins and us. We're not all the same. We're not Do all the you same. Know giraffes have homosexual sex at a stunningly high rate. Ninety-four percent of all. Yeah, giraffes yeah. Have. I think you you you, you uh, brought that up. I've to talked me about this before. Yeah, uh, hang, there's gay <clears throat> penguins. They mate for life. Yeah. There's just two dude penguins like chilling. Uh, they get the rock and they do the whole, they do what everybody else does, but it's, it just happens to be too See, uh, Sanders says that sex today is losing its uh, stock value. It's going down. It's oh, dropping sure the, it is. Dropping yeah. on the market. You know, I, I'll tell you, I was <clears> stunned <throat> a few years back to learn that, you know, the girls are just giving out oral sex. Like it's, it's like what, what it's used like to be, yo, right. What was <laughs> They used to hold your hand when it was our parents, and then we got to like you know get to so, second base, yeah, and now the hugs just 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 open your mouth. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's where it's at oh, now. That sounded oh. so awful. <laughs> you guys are we're still on this subject of sex, but also think about this. Now I grew up, you know, in late sixties. <clears throat> By the time I was ten, my mom, my mother. Mm -hmm. Sat me down and says, "We're gonna have to talk about sex." And I'm like, when "You were ten, oh, yeah, okay, about ten, eleven. So she gets a book out. Now I know some of the people of my age group probably can relate to this. Get a book out. All I see is the anatomy of the body. Okay, this is the penis. That's the vagina. This is the cervix. Oh, those are the testicles. These are the ovaries. Okay." And I'm waiting for her to talk to me about sex. I think you were uh, clitoris. Nobody so, ever yeah, talked back, about it. Back then, you know, just, just okay. showing you a roadmap of the problem was enough. Like, look, here. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot make this shit up. So then, now, <clears throat> oh. 10 years old, you know, <laughs> if you're a dad and, you know, back in those days, they would get the boys and say, huh? Son, let me talk to you about the birds and the bees. Well, think about it. A 10 and 11 year old is probably thinking birds, bees. Okay. Like, you know, I still don't understand that analogy. I don't either. <laughs> I never have. And I I've never heard it will. a million times, but I'm like, really? How did the, how did, how was sex effectively uh, explained? How do you, birds and bees? <laughs> I know, right? You heard it on Happy Days, you know? So anyhow, you would think rabbits would have been the more natural. Yes, yes. Let me tell yes. you about rabbits. Let me so. tell you about rabbits. <laughs> but wait, mice. what up? Say mice too. Better. So then they sit me and my brother down. Here's my parents. And you know, back then they had the big fat TVs, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. They're yeah, like kids learned about turning knobs today, they'd shit themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted us to sit and watch something mm -hmm. about sex. So I'm like, oh, now I'm gonna get to the juicy parts about wow, like, yeah. educational porn. <laughs> no, it's microscopic. You see a tunnel of something, you oh see my an animal. God. 
The next thing you know, you see the microscopic of the sperm, you know, all these sperms trying to fight to get to the egg and then <laughs> the babe, you know, all that stuff, right? So then after it's Max. all done, <laughs> after it's all done, my parents asked, do you guys got any questions? And oh, I'm, man. Yeah, there you go. I'm still waiting for you to talk <laughs> about sucks, but I just lost my whole appetite. You know, what? it's you funny. Know? It's funny in Georgia when they're they're like any questions they're like as a matter of fact mom I've got a bunch. <laughs> but wait, a little this different is down right there. Cool. That's messed up. <laughs> my, I looked at my brother, I looked at my parents. My brother looked at my parents. And says no, I don't have any questions. But what were the tadpoles doing there? And I just looked the tadpoles. And I looked tadpoles. at my parents I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. <laughs> Yeah, the, those white tadpoles. Mm. Don't eat the tadpole. <laughs> <laughs> all I can say, look, uh, a cheers to all of us because all of us here on this show won the race. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, really, Kim. growing up, that's what that was. That's what sex was. Now, you know what? Listen, I've, I've been having fun with this, but I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I got a book too. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Did you? Uh, I was just going to ask you. So I I don't think my parents ever had a conversation with me in any form about about any of that. I got a book. I got a book. So you're not alone. You're not alone. I got a book too. Uh, I actually, I honestly remember having this book in like third grade. So I was what, eight, nine, and I got this book. Same thing body parts and like i said just a roadmap with no consequence the important stuff you know no you, you don't find that out until you end up, like like you end up in the fire <laughs> and you wonder why <laughs> some of us did some of the things we did because we weren't getting the information Hey, Ovi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, kids are better informed now. I Frank, mean, uh, Frank just uh, messaged me. He said he also uh, had a book, but he didn't get that book till he was 35. Yeah, well, he just couldn't read it until he was 35. <laughs> 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 but then there's a misconception about sex. <clears throat> Based on you growing up and what yes. information you got from your parents. So how well you again, know? I don't mean to indict religion, <clears throat> but they certainly make you feel like sex of almost every kind is bad. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, short of it, short of it not being with your wife in the missionary <laughs> position, pretty much everything else is frowned upon. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> again, so uh, you know, uh, there's that mindset. I mean, think about, I, I don't want to guess, Carlos, maybe you could, don't have to respond, but you've seen current day porn, yes? No. Oh, I watch it every uh, I mean, I mean yeah. you know, just yeah. in researching for tonight's show, perhaps. I'm sure, yeah. Um, you're, think about what your parents <laughs> or grandparents would do if they saw today's porn. Oh, oh my uh, God. They'd flip. They'd flip. You know what? I think I might have just thought about what our next live stream show is. <laughs> Hold up a second. The greatest generation <laughs> reacts to today's porn. <laughs> they have those videos where they're like, hear today's music and all yeah, that stuff. Like, I'm telling you, that could be you know, fun. Grandma sits there. Grandmothers who sat down and watched Pornhub. 
What is she? What is she doing with that Thank other God, lady? There's so many of them. <laughs> uh, there's four guys no. there. What's going on? Wait, hold up a second. <clears throat> I I have a feeling they do. Some do. Now I went to a bachelorette uh, <clears throat> party and went to a Chippendale strip club. Let me tell you something. There were 70, 80, 90 year old women. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, these are old ladies and they're acting like teens. Hey, man. That's like, a, oh why do you think God. they're so much bingo? It's not because they need the money, it's, it's for that. <laughs> uh, you know what? I was scrolling through Facebook the other day and I saw what a, a, a really twisted friend of mine who posts stuff like this. But it was a cute couple sitting. He was the, the woman was sitting on the husband's lap. They were like in their 70s. And um, all of a sudden, uh, the the grandma started bouncing. Uh, and at that point, they panned down a little bit. And, yeah, they were just going at it. And I thought, that's the worst thing I've seen all year. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Man, for that. Uh, imagine if you would have heard the, the balloon thing going off, though. Like, before they <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we, we can end it right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, there's more. Well, we were going to get into money, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah, money. All right. So about money. Let's let's first start off with religion th- saying that money is the root of all evil, which is a lie. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so you're programmed that money's bad. And I'm thinking and looking at there's you know, some good people that are rich that are, you know, they donate and give a lot of money. You know, Oprah Winfrey, I could say for one, <laughs> he has a good heart. He has good intentions, you know? So I'm right. like, well, okay. And then I look at religion and I'm like, Hmm, you want to make sure everybody gives their 10%. And yet you got these nice buildings and there's gold here and whatnot. Well, that's technically what the 10% is for. <clears throat> well, you don't need gold in your buildings. No, that's a Catholic thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> well you, hold on. You Unless said you money, go to Joel Osteen's place, then maybe, but. <laughs> you said money is the root of all evil. And that's literally a quote from the apostle Paul from the King James Bible. Yeah. <clears throat> So, I mean, it it literally does go back to the idea that they wanted you to give them your money and they told you that it was bad. Where have I heard this before? (laughs) Every day of your life forever. And you have to stay poor. I didn't get that. That did not resonate with me. I'm like, I don't want to be poor. I want to be rich. There's other so, people. Also, I'm also not yeah. a fan of somebody who tells me my reward is in the next life while he seems to be enjoying his This one now. right here, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I want mine now too. Yeah. <laughs> Kim, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna say it this way. I mean, this is just my thoughts. And I've had this conversation. I don't think money so much is the problem. I think the <clears throat> the phenomenon that we're dealing with as humans, which yeah. can be good and bad, is greed. Greed is greed is good because I'll say why it's good and bad. Greed is good because it it wills us to do more, to strive for more, to invent more, to want to do things more, to get more. So greed can be good. However, 
in that same pool that I just described, if your intentions are selfish and you're you're out to just for yourself and you're going to harm others and you don't care, then greed is bad. Both of them will produce money. They'll produce lots of money. So I think it's more rooted in greed than it is money itself. And you I know think what? it's, I that think it's more rooted. That comes from the, our founding fathers because that is what created <clears throat> greed, narcissism, and ignorance. Look uh, at history. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to understand the, the connection there. What do the founding fathers have to do with greed? They were greed. They were, they greedy, were greedy, greedy, narcissist, and ignorant. Because if you look at the Constitution, right? Who <laughs> voted? All white men. Okay. All okay. right. And they were more about their business, their wealth, not the poor people or the slaves. The slaves didn't have a vote, but they were like, "Oh, well, oh, yeah, we got yeah. Two out of five, we'll count." For the census. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so mm -hmm. that's where the root of the problem came from. Right. Greed, narcissism and ignorance. And that problem still exists today. It's just manifested yep. itself in different ways. Uh, and, you know, like <clears throat> it used to be much more direct and brutal as you described. <clears throat> now oh, it's yeah. through, now it's through promises and, and gifts and all sorts of stuff, but everything has an ulterior motive to to continue to uh benefit those in charge so and that's 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 greed gone bad uh but like for example you have people like um let's say uh elon musk right mm -hmm. uh he 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 wants to be the best at whatever it is he's doing and he he wants to be top dog that's 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 also greed but, I, but so I, I think it's more rooted in power Hmm. That if you're a person with <clears throat> power, right, you can do good or you can be greedy. You can be right. generous and ph right. philanthropic. Yeah. So I think it's more about power. And, and and you know, <clears throat> the, the reason why conservative women aren't celebrated by feminists is because they're using their power to push an anti-female message. <clears throat> um, and, and so, again, you take somebody like Tim Scott. Uh, who made an insane uh, speech, I thought, the other night uh, in response to what Joe Biden said. Uh, insanity. Um, and, and, and I think <laughs> I think I think Tim Scott got all the back backlash he deserved for for the things that he said. Uh, Clarence Thomas, I think, is another great example. I think when you have power and you use that power to help keep the powerful in place and you're just happy to be where you're at. You don't care about other people. I think that's. I think that's another form of greed. Okay. Mm. Uh, so I got it good, um, and I don't care about you. And I mean, again, look at look at somebody like Candace Owen, who doesn't believe that there's institutional racism. Yet, when she was in high school, uh, the NAACP helped her get a whole bunch of money for being discriminated against. So I guess that was the day racism was solved. Uh, they must have been really good lawyers. <clears throat> Again, people get power and people use their power for good reasons or bad reasons. Mm. And I've just cited, I think, quite a few of the bad ones. I'll throw some liberals out there later for you. Just to No, don't worry. I got you. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I mean, it happens on both sides. It certainly does. Right. Don't get me wrong, but those are mm. just the the clearest, cleanest examples I could think of off the top of my head. Ovi, get a book. <laughs> yeah, there's Obi, a book for that. Obi. Like, we're shifting gears now into politics. If I'm, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Frank's about halfway through it. So yeah, he's probably yeah. made it through. When he's done, he'll let you Chapter borrow it. So, yeah. <laughs> He's still stuck on the pictures. Yeah, by next week, he'll be like, I got it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, we got about 15 minutes left. Uh, I figured at this point we could tackle the uh, speech and the rebuttal. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe, naturally, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Uh, how'd it go? What did you think? Um, I listened to it, um, and I thought it was, uh, exactly what I thought he was going to say. I didn't think there was anything super controversial in there. Um, you know, he talked about, um, banning assault rifles. I know you hate that. I know he also said that no amendment is absolute. And I know you don't like that either. Uh, and I'm with you, by the way, on the 16th Amendment, and I'd love that we you want to do I'm a whole show saying, on that. I, I, if if you're going to start talking about absolution of amendments, then we need to address well, the no, 16th. I, again, <laughs> what 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 he means to say is that there's no right we have is absolute. I mean, the courts will eventually just you can't have a bazooka and you can't have grenades or like we got to draw the line somewhere. A lot of the times I hear conservatives <laughs> argue the slippery slope argument, and it's not a good one. Where do we draw the line? Well, we do draw the line in court and we decide what's constitutional and what isn't and what can be a law and what you can and can't do. As <clears> as he said during the speech, you can't go into a, a theater and yell fire. You'll, you'll be arrested yeah. for that. So, so is there's, big, there's is no big government back. Good God. Yes, it is. <laughs> is big government back. Did it ever leave the government? No, it, it's the government just, is it's just what it is. Worse. It's, it's getting worse though. And I mean, after last night's speech, I mean, I'm not sure Joe Biden must sleep next to the printing machine at this rate is what I'm here is what I heard yesterday. Um, the, the, so I heard the speech and, you know, I'm not going to get into the minutia about the stupid things that I used to hear about the previous man and, and how he used to talk and all that. That's whatever. Um, <clears throat> one thing that he uh, that um, he, he brought uh, he's he talked about is this this whole concept about taxing taxing the wealthy. I I, I think that... The- I'll remind you, Ronald Reagan was a big <clears throat> fan of taxing corporations. He thought the tax rate should be closer to 35% and that right. corporations, he often said, should pay their fair share. Now, in, in defense of Reagan, he also cut taxes for the rich because he felt like Americans should keep their own cash. And right. And also so signed a bill for corporations to put their jobs <clears throat> overseas too. Right. Yeah. And, and so when you raise taxes, <clears throat> that happens also because they don't want to pay them. My thing well, is, well, they have this, to though, pay them. They have to pay them in other countries too, though. It's but if the percentages are lower, taxes. if the percentages are lower, it's but then you've got to deal with. If you're now a foreign company on a foreign address, now anything you bring to the U.S. has a tariff on it. So now you're paying a tax. So again, you have to ask yourself: in the end, is it worth it? Then that depends on how the loopholes are written, because I know that when taxes get too high, they'll they'll be they'll pay that tariff if it still comes out to less than the percentage they're being asked to pay. So if country A is asking for a real shitty percentage and you add the tariff that you just described and it comes out to less than the percent we're asking for, they're gonna go. 
Sure, but go. you want to be a company based in Panama, you're going to have a real hard time finding business. Hey, most of our cell phones are built in slave camps across the Pacific. I don't think people care. <laughs> so uh, my issue, though, is even when you start taxing corporations, this whole notion that we'll tax them and we'll, we'll get what we need. We all know that when you <clears throat> once you start taxing corporations and you start cutting into their bottom line, they're going to make up that money. And guess who pays for that? We do. So no. I feel that's a, that's a that's a complete economic myth. Yeah, no, it's There's, not. Prices it, go up. Carlos, supply and demand. You're going to pay for whatever you're going to pay for. I, I hear the argument all the time that if uh, they start paying guys at McDonald's fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage, well. Big Mac's going to be eight dollars. I no, wouldn't just spend eight dollars on a Big Mac. So no, the Big Mac <clears> will still have to be two fifty because I wouldn't pay more than two fifty for a shit burger. I don't care how much the guy that's serving it pays me; it's still not worth eight dollars. So that that is a <laughs> myth. <clears throat> no one's going to pay eight dollars, but it can go up to three three fifty. I mean, they'll find ways to. Increment. I won't. I wouldn't spend three or three fifty. And by me and a lot of other people refusing to pay that amount of money, <laughs> McDonald's would eventually have to do something different. Yeah, we 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 dictate what the prices are based on our consumer <laughs> power. Consumerism. Yeah, we 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 don't use our consumer power well. That's our problem, and we tend to generally just take what we can get. But and it's a poor yeah. notion. I think taking money away from, from and, and and the word you're not taking money away. They're using your highways, your sea, your waterways, and 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 all modes of transportation in this country to move their product. Uh, who pays? Yeah. Who we pays know, to fix we know those that roads? All that money who not pays going for all, all that? Things <clears throat> that, you know that literally that literally comes out of our municipal local right. tax dollars. Right. So, so yeah, pay your fair honest, share. Though, if, if that's all they were paying for, they wouldn't need all these hikes. But that's not what's happening. But again, and, look at dude in Connecticut. I mean, we 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 had companies here in Connecticut that were paying zero dollars in tax. Zero federal <clears throat> taxes. Zero. The, I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even talking, not even talking federal, talking state taxes. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally losing my mind here. I don't think I've ever state seen this. <laughs> Listen, the second, the second that they that they put a tax on them, uh, some of the big boys left. General Electric, for one, left the state of Connecticut. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and. People were like, oh, my God, GE left. What are we going to do? Well, they weren't paying taxes to begin with. What do you give a shit where they go? You were getting nothing out of it. Zero. They were jobs. So fuck them. They can fucking go to Massachusetts or wherever. They're. I don't care. Yeah. They're, listen, they're not going to have it any better there than they did here. Though, I mean, eventually they're going to have to pay taxes there. So what was the number? Five hundred uh, millions. What are we talking These about? Corporations on uh, Biden's uh, speech last night. He was talking about corporations, these companies that are making 500 million billions of dollars and wind up zero federal taxes. Those are their loopholes. That's on them. That's on them. <clears throat> but I Carlos, think. Let me ask you a question. Why are you, why are you so opposed to corporations? Paying a higher percentage of taxes. How does that hurt you? No, no, the corporations part. I mean, I think it stunts growth. That's why I know people think that just because corporations make more automatically, they're pocketing stuff. Look, 
you can say what you want about the last four years, but there were more jobs. So I, I, you have to conclude that them having a little bit more of their money contributed to that. Nonsense. That is again a complete, but complete. You, hold on. Do you do you know what they did? That all these companies went back and they took all the money that they were getting and they went and bought their own stock back, to the point where our government had to tell them to stop doing it. They weren't taking the money and giving it to the American people or or increasing wages or hiring more employees. Wages were increasing. They were pocketing the money. Wages were increasing. Wages are increasing at at an absolutely horrendous uh, effort right now at about 0.3%. Wages are stagnant. Inflation is on the rise. We're going to have a recession before the year is on the rise. We keep printing because we keep wanting to do shit with money. We don't have. And we do have the money. We have all the money in the world. Again, myth. you're going to all the money in the world. And inflation is going to kick our butt. It's not going to kick our butts. It's going to kick our kids butts. I disagree, too. They're they're not printing any more money than it. And I mean, that's again, that's just not true. They're not getting the revenue they need for all these things they want to spend. Well, because Trump cut taxes on corporations, so of we course got more. Money we got more in. tax revenue in 2019 than we ever have. How does that happen? There's more companies taxes? and there's because more there's people more money in people's pockets. More companies and people more people are spending more. Nonsense. That's right. again it's not true. <laughs> okay. Look up the cons- look up right now. Look up the consumer index. It's not good. Oh, right not now, good. it's not good. But again, in 2019, look, the tax cuts were already in effect in 2019, yet the government raked in more revenue than ever. Explain it. Myth. That's not true. <clears throat> I can All promise right. you right now that's we'll not check true. That. Not the true. other thing that he said that bothered me, and this is a, a teeter, like a like a, a yay or nay, is this whole notion of four, like um, the, the, the extra years of education. First of all, <clears throat> I believe he insinuated that that you know the childcare thing. We definitely need to fix the situation of childcare in this country. I I, I don't disagree with that, uh, but I think he also assumed or implied that the kids we need to put more kids or like kids need to start earlier in in daycares. And uh, you know I, I'm no. I'd rather give the monies to the parents and let the parents themselves try to raise the kids. Uh, the way things are going with public institutions and in education, I don't think they need to be in school any more than they already are. Um, and then the other issue, I think he also talked about uh, community college. <clears throat> Joe, help me out here. One of the, like, like I know me personally, and most of the people I know, we all did a lot better in college because we had to pay for it. I'm wondering if there's going to be just a negative effect of, of people getting into college and it being completely free, and it's going to end up being treated just like high school. It's community college. Listen, I think if you've got the motivation to take <clears throat> classes after you're 18, God bless you. I but mean, you, here's a question. It, you know what I mean? But sure, listen, I, 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 I I'll, I'll put it to you like this. My daughter's producing this show, just so everybody knows. Her, her and uh, her boyfriend, Zach, two great kids, communications majors, the whole nine. I make her pay a little bit of everything. Car insurance, phone. She's got to pay. Skin in the game, I call it. 
The idea, though, that I mean, yeah, you think, I, I don't. I just don't see anything negative coming from giving away community college classes. I mean, making again, if 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 a single mom is or or some inner city kid who doesn't have a job is like, you know what, I'll take classes. That's great. I don't want. You know what? I don't want people loitering in the street, joining gangs, and that's what happens when you yeah. don't have education and you don't speaking, have opportunity. You're speaking from a from a what's the word I want to use? Um, I don't want to say virtuous because I know that that can be sarcastic, and I'm not trying to be. But I get where you're coming from. However, I think there is value in having the notion that. You're paying for that. Therefore, you definitely want to make right, sure but, you do well. Dude, but who's going to community college? Oh, I mean, you know, plenty of that. Like a lot of a the lot of kids students in the school, the smart kid in the school's not going no, to community no, college. Got, you know, blue collar trainings and all kinds of stuff that, that go to community college, but still they gotta pay. If you need to go to community college for free, you probably don't have any money. You, you don't have the money to get higher education. <clears throat> the fact that you want to get it and you're willing to go to community college, go for free. I have no problem with that. I'll See, take it I a step argue, further, I don't argue with that. I just I'll take it a step further. I think, I think they should make, in every state, I think there should be free trade schools. That, I agree that, with the that trade goes, school part. That goes behind high school. I a hundred percent think that there's got, there think, should be there should be an incentive though for success. I do think that if you just you know nilly willy free it, I I think it would it would cause a a a bit of a uh I guess like a a regression in 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 trying to make sure you pass. Like you have these kids, you have like a, a lot of college students, and and these are the ones that pay who they bounce around and have like 10 different majors. Imagine if it was free, they, they, you know, half of them. I know a kid. Pay. I know a kid whose parents paid to sit in the Berkeley. Mm -hmm. Top student in his class, really talented musician. And he failed out in five semesters. Like almost every fucking loser. I know that goes to Berkeley does. <laughs> so again, I mean, I think there's a certain level of laziness <clears throat> or, but again, I think if you're, if you're willing to go to a community college, you really want to get educated. And I mm. don't think we should stop you. I think a more educated society is a more productive society. Now, that doesn't mean University <laughs> of Miami is going to be free. Dude, UConn's no, not yeah, going to be free. Not we're not talking about that. And we're not, we're not talking about devaluing college. Again, to make community college and trade schools free and uh, open option for people so that when people graduate high school, they're not like drags on society because that's what we end up with. And those people generally commit crime. Right. You educate people. You give them the opportunity to do something with their lives. They're less likely to come break into your house. No, I agree with that. I, I just think we should focus maybe on more trade schools, but there should be an incentive for that free Free notion. I, 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 I'm not. Maybe you should have to pay told. something back. I mean, if if, if Maybe, you if that, you that's feel like thing, you got to keep the incentive for going. If you treat any kind of college, community college, like you do high school, I don't think it's going to work out as Again, good. Again, I think, like. I, I, you know, the kids that aren't taking high school seriously are probably dropping out at 16 or 17. But they're the ones that'll, they're that they'll end up at trade school. Yeah, but and, they're, they're well, but they're also not going to community college. They don't like well, class. Well, they don't they, want to go to actually, class. Actually, that's not true, though. I mean, I've worked Wait. I've worked in schools where kids drop out all the time, but they still go back and get their GED. 
Hold on. And so it's, it's, still it's, it's, not, it's not going to no. class. It's Hold not on. school class. They have changed some of the public schools. Eden, you're absolutely correct. Compared to now you got an automotive in the schools. Now you got culinary in the schools. Now you got TV broadcasting in schools because they know that some of the kids are not going to go to college. So they had to create another avenue of somewhat of a trade school for them to go to. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm totally with the idea that K-12 is outdated. I think, I think those trades that you're discussing and others should start in the 10th grade. Like, honestly, after you take Algebra 1. In high school. Yeah, I don't yeah. need Algebra 2. Yeah, like once you take Algebra 1 and, 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 and some of the other, like, basic sciences, either you want to do something that is going to require a lot of sheepskin or you're going to go into a trade and you should immediately start doing that. Uh, so K-12 needs to be fixed. I personally don't think it should be free nilly willy. There should be a penalty if you don't succeed in community college, but just promising it to be free would basically make it K-14 in my opinion. But the daycare thing, I don't agree with. Yeah. Like I, I don't agree with, I don't agree with my kid being in a public institution for any extra amount of time than, than they already are. If you're going to help moms, help them at home. Do not bother with daycares. Um, no. That's just my take. I, I, mean, I agree with you on that. I don't. I don't. I don't like that. Be able to have money or work at home and have their kids at home. That right. is the problem. When women started going back to work, <laughs> and then having to not be able to raise their children, that stemmed a, a whole nother issue that yeah. is still going on today. You know, children need their parents at home. One of them, at least. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, yeah. Times have changed to where you can work at home now and still be able to be with your kid. It's a little <laughs> challenging, I can tell you that much. But at least the kid knows you're home, and they're not feeling like, especially at three, four, five years of age. And then another thing, the education system should be teaching life skills curriculums. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And so, and honestly, with, with some of the curriculum that's coming out these days, no, <laughs> no. I have, why don't they stem it from a, a, like a, what is it? An aptitude test or something where you sit down. I did it. I know when I was in third grade to see what I was really like my an aptitude test, were. an aptitude test. I don't know. No, it was when I was in third grade, not, you know, when you're younger, where they get an idea of what you're really oh, good at, what subjects. I know what you mean. <clears throat> yeah, it's like the SATs, the ones they used to give us in elementary school. Okay, so if you take that kind of test and give it to all the kids, and you say, well, here's his, his strengths. He might be good in this. Focus his curriculum around that. Forget his weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Focus <clears throat> on the strengths. No, and I see what you're saying. Wait, what, what, if his, wait what if his weaknesses is he doesn't speak at all? Should we ignore that? Or do we want to work on that? Send him to mime school. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Carlos, let me let me say two things on this topic. Numero uno, I actually agree with you on this. <clears throat> I do. I, I, I do think um, play your powerball. <laughs> I think every 
I think every citizen, every child under under uh, 18, there should be a stipend of money for what you're doing with that kid's education. Okay. And you spend it however you deem fit. All right. <clears throat> I do like that. My other point on all this is if this is the thing that you found the worst thing in that speech, it's a little nitpicky. No, I mean, when I say it's not the end of the world, I mean, I'm saying it. There wasn't because because let me ask you this public education option. I mean, especially the daycare thing that bothers me. And I think a lot of that bothers me because, again, I don't need more of Uncle Sam in my kid's life. Right. Because you don't trust the liberal agenda. That that's the that's the part that I'd like to temper you on. You don't need to worry about that. No, no, no. I do. I, I do. Personally, you don't. I think I do. I do. You don't. Actually, we're going to we'll get into that now because Tim Scott addressed it beautifully. Um, so now we get into Tim Scott and, and Wait, I got another oh, go thing to say because I was on the show with you with Divided We Stand Joe and we talked about fact checking. So I did a little fact checking on uh, Biden's speech when he talked about the pandemic of the century. Well, I did a little fact checking and here's what I found about the Spanish influenza flu from 1914. Okay. Uh, the Spanish, now here, the corona worldwide was 151 million cases of corona, okay, and 3.17 million deaths, okay. Um, let's see, corona, here we go. Okay, Spanish. Spanish flu? Million. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. And yeah, this and you said this was the worst one ever or something like that? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it lasted from February 1918 to April of 1920. Yeah, that came back. There was in the U.S. <clears throat> 675,000 deaths from the Spanish flu. So okay. you're saying the Spanish flu was worse than coronavirus? Yes. Yeah, yeah, by a it mile. It was the okay. worst pandemic, and, and but Biden said pandemic in the, in the century. Well, he... That's that's the trick right there. This century, <laughs> this century. So essentially, because it's 2021, he's a year out of, and I guess that technically makes him right. That's how politicians like get slick with ah. language. I know. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm actually I'm actually covering for the guy, and I feel gross, but yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. 575,000 coronaviruses. Obi, stop. <laughs> I know. Like you, <laughs> Racist. Oh, and God. we have 600 and uh, there was 600. What did I say? Okay. 575,000 deaths in the U.S. Yeah. With the no, 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 yeah. By, 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 by a mile, uh, Spanish flu or the Spanish flu was much worse than coronavirus. Uh, but when you when you throw in the caveat of last century. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's when you're allowed to get technical and splice and dice. I think the one thing he did say that was that was, I don't know. He said that the uh, the the January sixth incident was like the worst attack on democracy, and I'm like, no, no, no. I agree with <laughs> that. No. What what no. was? Uh, you know, nine eleven, civil war. Pick one. You think nine eleven was about democracy? Uh, it's about religion. Again, we can we can <clears throat> talk religion all night and the problems it's caused. That civil war. Civil war it. was much worse. But here's my thing. He made a comment rebuilding a nation, not rebuilding our nation. 
This is a little well, nitpicky too. I feel like. <clears throat> well, but then I'm like, okay. Joe, I've sat through four years of nitpicking. I mean, we're we're getting used to it. <laughs> That's all I heard. Again, before I, years here's, but here's my here's my other thought on that. Why? Yeah. Why? Why not be more progressive? Why not be over the nitpicking? Why sink to that level? Uh, no, because well, I mean that's that's well. Why was it acceptable for so many years? Like it wasn't acceptable. It wasn't acceptable to you. It was the norm. It was the norm. Carlos, no, that's why. Let, now, let's remember, be honest. Now, remember, let, remember let, when let, I started. Let's this. be honest here for a minute. Do do you not agree, at least a little bit, that probably a lot of the backlash on Donald Trump came from all the words that came out of his mouth as well as the tone. I believe, no, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, and I've said it a million times. I know he wasn't the greatest orator, so I'm sure he did bring some of it on himself. But I, I will tell you, and I won't leave the position, that uh, our information centers were, were absolute uh, arsonists when it came to uh, inflaming a problem. So whatever he did, they had plenty of gasoline and lots of Molokov cocktails ready to go that made anything and everything he did or say 10 times worse. I'm going to leave it at that. I will say, and I said at the beginning, that's why I said I'm going to ignore some of the minutiae about like his, the little details. Uh, these were just the main things, some of the main things. Um, but I think what happened with Scott last night and today was eye-opening. Uh, you say he brought it on himself. I say personally what he did was absolutely awesome. First of all, he called out this ridiculous critical race theory curriculum. He called it for what it is. It is discriminate. It, it's dealing with discrimination with a new form of discrimination. And, and, and you couldn't have put that any better. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what's going on in our schools and that's why, Joe, I'm telling you, our kids don't need any more time in those places than they already have. It's coming around the bend. It's becoming more popular. We see more and more stories about teachers and this ridiculous woke curriculum. Some of it is right next to your doorstep in New York. I mean, some of the stories coming out of there are just awful, awful what those kids are being put through. I personally do not understand the concept of shaming white kids for the sake of pushing equality. That is, I, I, I don't get it. I don't what's understand. This, I don't, the logic. What do you mean by what's the shaming of white kids? They're, they're I, I have, trained, I have, I have three white trained. kids in school right now, and yeah, none well, of them has. That's why I said New York. Shame. That's why I said New York. But they're literally being told <clears throat> either you believe this or you're this, and you're less of this because of. That's why he Scott went into detail about it last night. He called it out, and I think it was awesome. He also Do you know said, Tim Scott got 8% of the black vote in South Carolina in the last election? 8%. He's not exactly the spokesman for black people in well, South no. Carolina, for Christ's sake. And no, he's their but, senator. Yeah, of course. It's, no, it well. speaks volumes. He voted with Donald Trump 90% of the time, mm -hmm. including to weaken the Dodd-Frank Act, which is specifically designed to prevent discrimination for blacks and Hispanics <clears> when it comes to home mortgages. So, Tim Scott's not on your side in any way, shape, or form. And for you to like propagate that is sad. It, it really is. But that guy doesn't out, have he, your he, best he's, interest he's in heart out, at he's all. He's calling out the state, the state of uh the state of what we're trying to do and all the racial manipulation today. And I thought There's it was no great. racial manipulation. Yes, it Talking is. about race is not manipulation. No, having, but having open and honest conversations about race. It, when you make everything thing. about race, though, that's exactly what you're doing. 
That's exactly what you're doing. You're using race as a means to try to get a point, get power, move something, change something. It's always Who's getting power with race. Good Lord. That's are the you problem. There still is no power with race. <clears throat> it's still all run by white people. Carlos, man, wake up. No, nah, man, wake it's... up. And they're not bringing you on board. They're not. I'm I'm not Republican to be on board. Party. I not left the Republican white. party because over the last eight years, well before Donald Trump, the racism was getting deep. It yeah. was getting deep, and it's, I was like, never, I'm out, gone, man. Look, it's never gone away, man. Just all it did, all they did was change tune. It ramped it. up. It ramped up, and it went from being the dog whistle to just being blatant racism. You right. can go on any website so, any day. You'll so, find a white person either calling a black person the N-word or going up to some Dominican landscapers and asking to see his papers. Right. It so happens said, every day in this country. Said, and it's all because of your president we and clouds like Tim Scott who used their power for the wrong reasons. We and got 11 hours of Uncle We're Tim better as a than result. That. We got 11 hours of Uncle Tim as a result. That's garbage. And this is exactly what I've always been telling you. Uh, I mean, you keep telling me about like all this, this racism. He doesn't the represent the black that point of view you get in this country in any way, shape, or form. About it. The things he, were, the things he is saying... The things, he's saying, the things he's saying is reminiscent of the Harrier Beecher Stowe uh, character, Uncle say? Tom. And no, there you go. So Uncle Tim's walking right into it. He knew what was, Let me tell you something. He knew full well what the backlash was going to be. Of course he does. Again, the Every only, black conservative the does. Only, the only black Southern senator, 8% of black people in the state voted for him. But 8%. Right, of course. That's what happens that's when not, you're told that guy, constantly. That, that's, that's not what the guy that should be running his mouth about black issues. Party. That, that's yeah, exactly right. what they do. I find it yeah, funny that, that this guy repeatedly talked about being mistreated and stopped illegally by the police and yet doesn't want to pass the George Floyd Act. I mean, the, the <laughs> hypocrisy the hypocrisy from Tim Stott. Who said that? Off the charts, buddy. He's been actually charge. writing bills for it, and the Democrats are the ones not, not right. And now, and, him. and, and, the and very so now, right, because he's now weakening the bill, he's weakening the, the bill. Is now he racist. wanted qualified, uh, the, uh, he wanted to get rid of qualified immunity. Now he wants it back in. He's pandering to he's pandering he's to the it. right, he's, past, he's pandering, to, pandering to white Americans and black he Americans. Tried to fuck off, Tim. Fuck year. off. He even tried to pass a bill last year, and Durbin called him token. I mean, this is all they do, right? It's he's lip not, service. Tim Scott mean? doesn't mean it. It's why he no, only won eight no, percent of the black vote in his state. It's is no that stunning to you? When Gentlemen. you're brown, when you're some shade of brown, if you don't think a certain way, dude. You have a slew of nicknames coming for you, and that's exactly because how it is. And because, it's acceptable because you're that's voting against hypocrisy. you're voting against not only your own self interest but your entire race. No. It's a little foolish. Nah, that oh is that God. is an absolute generalization. Is what that is. Wait, it absolutely is. Yes. Yeah, you're correct. Yes, it is. It's a generalization. Ninety-two okay. percent of the black people in South Carolina think Tim Scott's an asshole. Right, and ninety-two percent of people were told that if they didn't vote a certain way, they weren't a certain color. I mean, that's Carlos, years of, Carlos, that's years no, of training, it's, it's Carlos. It's not that they were told that they see whose policies favor them, nah. and it's not the racist policies of the Republicans. Dude, it's not. It's they, why people are voting Democrat just because they give you stuff, man. It, it, they've hurt Carlos. What are they giving us, Carlos? They haven't given us. You guys flapped your gums years. about that shit. 
What are they giving us? You keep saying what are they giving us? What are they giving us? Tell me one thing they're giving us. One thing they're giving us. Giving people. Tell me one thing they're giving people. They're not giving people shit. You know how, like all the credits they used to get just for having kids. That's broken up a billion homes. This is stuff that they do. This is. I get a child. I get a child credit. I'm still in my house. What are you talking about? This is politics. They used to give single moms money all the time. You did good for the first hour. Nah, 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 nonsense nah, now. Nah, Nothing but nonsense. Nah, nah. Nah. This, this, this is your, this is your calling out the hypocrisy. And people yammer about everything being racist. And then you get to be okay. racist for like 12 hours and no one says anything. Either you're okay. against it or you're not. But don't get the I, I think I think I think it's I think it's mocking satire. No, the idea that this guy thought anybody was going to take that bullshit seriously. It, it's basically I'll tell you who's taking it seriously: white conservatives and you. No one else. Hold up, that is a joke from Tim Scott. A joke. Hypocritical. It's a joke. It is hypocritical. You're right. All right, Kim, what happened? Because I'm seeing this and then seeing you two talk, <laughs> and I've seen this in history. Politicians will use race for their agenda to get the vote. Oh, no, stop. I said that. Joe's going to call you crazy in about five minutes. <laughs> so, again, people are going to vote on the party that favors them more. Plain and simple. And anybody who's voting because they were told to is an idiot. And I know you, Car Carlos, I know you think everyone to the left is. I think everyone to the right is. So where are we? We're not getting anywhere fast with this. No, but when Pe you agree. People are voting do? for the party that they know is looking out for them. That's trying to cut taxes for the middle class, not to super wealthy. And have fine folks like yourself, Carlos, literally defending them not. To raise the corporate tax rate. Oh, what? Believe that you're, gonna are you really taxes. that upset if Mark Bezos is not going to cut my taxes? Money? They're on. not going to cut my taxes and I'm not saving anything. We're going to get nailed. You make, you know you make, this you is make one over $400,000 because he was pretty clear on that. That crap bleed. You're going to be all right. We'll find out. We'll find out. Obviously, we're early in the game. The speech was last night. This is one of these things where you and I can yammer about about uh possibilities it's one thing where two years from now we can look back and say remember when and then we'll know but i'm okay. not lying. you and are i'll take i'll take a guy who doesn't lie at an 80 percent clip like trump did at his word because i can do that with the president now i can literally take the guy at his word and i assume joe biden won't lie you know why because he doesn't usually lie not like Trump did on a daily basis. I cannot continue. Hold on, here's the thing. Here's the thing about this speech, and this is my question. Damn, Joe. Listen, Joe. Hey, listen. I consider you a smart guy, and you sometimes bring up good points. But that last line, dude, was like the worst. Foul you need ball to get better ever. media. I don't know what you read down there in Florida, buddy, but you are boy. Oof. Hey, get off the bright well, mark. You're on him, and you're telling me get he's not the daily caller. Get off it. I'm telling you. But wait, here's you know what, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Beck's not out. Glenn Beck doesn't have your back, buddy. He doesn't have your back. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I know that douchebag. Believe me, he doesn't. He's a he's as big an opportunist as there's ever been in this business. Goodness, as oh. big an opportunist as there's ever the been. That with a straight face, kind of oh. almost scares me. But all right, so 
I can I can introduce you to a whole bunch of people that'll tell you the same shit about Glenn Beck. As as phony as the day is long. No, no, no. I wasn't talking about him. I misunderstood that. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Is the speech something that they created? Because you know presidents have speech writers and they go over it and whatnot. But is they my question is listen to the speeches like are they just saying that because this is what I want to hear? That's all or, they say. And then they're saying what they have to say. Right. That's what politicians That's what do. Politicians do, yeah. Yeah, so you're not. This isn't breaking news. <laughs> well, then, my question is: Is like, okay, so have it in writing. Where's your verification that this is what you're going to do and whatnot? Well, I mean, what what they always do is they come out with these like beautifully written like speeches, and 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 I think I talked to Joe about this once before that it, I find it very disheartening that, that America as a nation, we, we, we swoon and we, we fall in love with, with, with words that are read. It drives me nuts. Um, but within that, I mean, that, that, that's where all these gigantic promises are always written and that's what they tell us. And so you got people that are like, Oh, he said he's gonna, and they said they're gonna. And, and me, I'm the ultimate skeptic. I'm like, no, they're not. But so, see, the difference is if you tell me you're going to do something and you don't, now I just won't vote for you in the next election. I'll actually <clears> do that, and I don't think you would. So, uh, but that's what they do, Kim. I mean, I mean, you could clearly, like last night, I'm, this is not to personally knock Joe, but Joe, because of the condition he's in, you can see he was trying to read the best he could during that speech. So they read. They read. Mm-hmm. They read. So. And a yeah. lot of times I... I feel he when he was talking about China being a threat and a model and we can't wait anymore and we got to act now. I don't think he was talking to the American people. He was talking to Congress to put their stuff so he could, you know, on his desk. He's open to ideas and whatnot. And yeah. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Don't we have to find out what you're trying to do and pass bills before <clears throat> you vote into it? Well, I that's, mean how, that's how it works. So they, they come out and they, they give you a bunch of promises and, 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 you know, beautiful new cars and big houses and everything else. And then it, he even said it yesterday. He said, uh, what was it? He goes, when we get into the deeper discussions, that right there is the part you're talking about <laughs> the deeper discussions. Uh, and so that's the part we never hear, sadly. <clears throat> uh, so, but yeah, that's what they do. And this is every president. Like, uh, that, that, that's the whole point of those speeches is to come out to America, tell them about their grand scheme and their grand plans. And, 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 and yes, at the same time, they're talking to Congress, telling them, let's make it happen. But they're telling Congress, let's make it happen. And they're telling us what it is they want to happen. That's, that's the gist of it. Wow. Yeah. And, and it's all beautifully written by people. So like you never really hear a president speak from the heart. And, and, and I hate that. I do too. I personally hate it. I personally hate it. And, and it's funny because the last guy was chastised for being too honest. Now, again, he's not the greatest orator. I don't expect the real estate guy to be a great orator, (laughs) but I did appreciate his honesty and, and that turned many people off. 
So now you have people, and I saw it don't, last night. Don't, don't hold on. Don't use the word. You could say bluntness. To use honesty is an insult to the word honesty. He was the most dishonest president in history, possibly in the world. I don't uh, think anyone's lies have been as well documented as his. If you want to stay blunt, you want to stay blunt. I'll agree with that. Documented all our president's lies. I'm pretty sure Trump would be in the average. They all lie. So. Dude, they that all, guy was setting records. We were setting told records. we could keep our doctor. They, dude, they lie. They I lie. have had the same doctor for they the last 15 lie. years. They lie. I've had the same doctor for the last 15 they, years. They lie so much it's ridiculous. I mean, even even right now, I know Biden's running around telling people uh, that the border mess wasn't his. I'm like, yeah, dude, you created this. <laughs> you know, they lie. They've been they coming to the border since the summer what are you talking no, about no, yeah but now they inherited the mess numbers are blowing up now on him and uh, you know when you go around making the promises you're making about yeah we're gonna we're not gonna build another inch and all this crap oh there you have it now you have a massive surge facilities are like oh, 700 over capacity this you know it's it's bad down there but they get you know and so and he's and he's blaming other people like no no you've allowed this to get as bad as it is uh, and 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 you're and you're floundering like in the ocean or in the lake about how to handle it because you want to you want to please three different types of uh, groups of people, but I mean that's what happens. But uh, here's a, another question: Is when when and you notice he didn't address the border last night. <laughs> he totally didn't touch that because he knows he knows that that's his, and, and and so that's that's part of it also. Well, of course it's his now. He got he inherited it just like with COVID. He's done an he amazing did, job. Done an he, amazing he, job he with COVID, and he's not doing a good job at the border. Yeah, Fact, well, you're right. COVID. He's just taking a handoff. He's taking the plans that were already made, and he's doing a good job. I commend him for not crashing we, the car. We are the model of vaccinations across Again, the those, entire those plans globe. Were, those plans were in the works before he got there. I commend uh, him. I don't know. I commend I him for taking the president the said it wasn't real. So I don't know about I that. I commend him for taking the handoff. I don't think so. Yes. We had the we went from having the worst COVID response on the We're planet. We're having, having a conversation the about vaccines yeah. because of the guy who gave him the football. So yeah. Dr. Fauci. Oh, yes. please. Yes. Oh my God. Fauci. Fauci, <laughs> baby. Monday, Fauci. Monday, no masks. Tuesday, wear two masks. Wednesday, wear them in certain places. Thursday, Science, wear them in the car. Information, facts. Yes, ah. I know you hate that. I know no, you don't no, like no. science. No. It's obvious. It science changes. Fauci had nothing to do with the production of the vaccine. That's the president making choices. Fauci was just giving us information. You think the president decided how the vaccine was going to work? He Come on, cut the shit with that. Financed it. Come on. You also know Doctor Fauci. You know Doctor Fauci literally. Literally, right? It had nothing to do with the fact that we got a vaccine in a year. You're just being blatantly dishonest. I mean, that's it. You cannot say we spent twenty billion dollars. Of course, we could get it in a fucking year. Also, it's not never been able to do that. The last time we tried was 1917, buddy. We like we didn't we didn't have a lot of the technology we have today. We didn't even have electricity indoors. What are you talking about? Did it happen or not? Carlos, in 1917, it took them two years to get a vaccine for the Spanish flu, and they didn't have electricity inside. They they had only learned of germ theory like 30 years before. So I I think the progress they made then was even more impressive than what we've done now. It took $20 billion 
and five of the biggest drug manufacturing companies it. in the world to do it. We still got it. Oh, Lord. We still got it. So right. he 500,000 dead he because he also said it was a hoax and nothing to worry about. He took, so. he took, he took the hand off and he's doing a good job. I can't, yeah, that's all it is to it. That's all it is to it. But, um, Kim, back to your point. I mean, that that's, that's essentially what they do, Kim. That's what they wow. do. So, so my all, is, is when are they going to own, uh, own, take ownership and accountability for the, for the fuck ups? Never. We like to blame it on everybody else and that's, that's not the name of the game. Like, Never. you know what? We, we fucked up. That right. helped tremendously. Um, Reagan blamed Reagan blamed Carter for everything. Yeah, right. It, it, I mean, always, you know, when you're the, the next guy, guy's always gonna pass it on to the, the next guy. guy. That's yeah. pretty standard. That's yeah. That's <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> nothing he ever did helped, and everything that's bad is his fault. I mean, that's that's right. politics. I mean, I I mm. I certainly get that. And if and if something is good, something and if you came into something good, it was because of you, right. even though it wasn't. <laughs> so that's how it works. Wow, that's so sad. Yeah, but well. this is going to be interesting how things unfold. It's sure. been boring as hell right now, and it's been very little action. There's no controversy. It's kind of sad. Wow. I think I think oh. I think I think our media is doing a great job of keeping every possible thing they can quiet. Because that's, that's how the media works. No, oh. no, that's not how they work the last four years. <laughs> no, nah, Joe, we're not gonna see eye to eye on this, dude. We're not Carlos. <laughs> I mean, I I I I really I would love to spend a day with you and see what you're consuming for media because I got a feeling you're you're just getting a lot of really shitty info. Not, and I don't I'm think that you what I'm reading. I, no, I know you are. I just don't think it's very good. No, nah, man. Like you said, like like you said, it's just media presents information, which I think is kind of funny in its own way. But uh, you know, there's a there's a there's a tenacity to things. Like you said, look. What's his name was was like the most documented liar, and yet all of a sudden we've stopped documenting. Why not keep going? Oh, yeah, but yeah, I. I've Why said not keep that a going? Times, Carlos. Here, I'll say Why two things. Yeah, I've said that from day one. I keep the I keep the clock running a hundred percent. I I think we should keep that clock always like like the uh, how many days since an accident. I think you should always keep a clock of what your president is full of shit about. I think it's important. It's important for everybody mm -hmm. when they go and they make these speeches and they promise this, that, and the other thing, somebody should hold them accountable at the end yeah. of the year. I think we should audit you. Well, how did you make out with all your great plans? Uh, that's how you just, again, for me, that's how I decide who I'm voting in the next election. Most people are still just deciding which guys in my party I'm voting for that guy, no matter what. It's why Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi and Lindsey Graham and Chuck Schumer are all still in office because none of them should be. Okay, so let me ask you guys something because I think I brought it up um, the other uh, Monday night uh, with you, Joe. It's It's been like a program. If you are Republican, when you go to vote, you go and vote Republican, 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 Republican all down the line. If That's you're where that, you do the same thing, but you don't even do the research on the candidates to see if they're qualified to even be 
a, go a governor, a senator, uh, you know, or a president. Well, I mean, that's part of the problem is we, uh, this society has become very, uh, how do I say, headline driven. <clears throat> People yeah. see a headline, they feel they know the story, and, and that's how they go. And so you have a lot of voters who are just ultra low information. And, you know, they hear certain uh, rhetoric from whatever side, and that's the certain truth, no matter who's running for what office. And so that's what they do. That's what and a I lot of people do. Younger generation is doing their research. Say it again. The younger generation is starting. The ones that are just now began to vote, they're doing their research. The information's all, all out there. They're just not going to take some politician's word for it. They're going to call you out on your bullshit. Let's hope so. Let's so we, hope should, so. We, should, we should all be doing that. Right. Here, here's the other thing. I mean, um, I was being facetious about Dr. Fauci before. I mean, uh, again, I don't, I don't hold any of these people up uh, at, at <clears throat> hero status like you guys did with Trump. I have, other than, other than, than President Reagan, I've never looked up to or admired any politicians. They're all scumbags. And they're all in it for themselves and they're <clears throat> all in it for their parties. And when the Republicans are doing me right, they'll get my vote. When the, the liberals are getting, then then they'll get my vote. It's as simple as that. I'm I'm not voting against my own self-interests at any point in time ever. So if my party's not doing a good job, and I am a Republican, still registered. I just want to see them do a better job. I want them to earn my vote back. They can do it. They're capable of it. I know they are. And I'm hopeful that they get back to being the party of Ronald Reagan and not of Ronald McDonald. Good Lord. There's a lot of TDS going on right here in this comments. <laughs> <laughs> I oh think TDS God. is the people who can honestly say he was the most honest president, whoever. I mean, that's an absurd thing to say. That is the most absurd thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth. That that you no no when I, when, when I say when, when, when I say I'm not saying honest. I just what I meant was like you meant bluntness again. Yeah 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 yeah. Bluntness, yeah I'm with blunt. you, and and I've said to you before. <clears throat> I think Trump's messaging was excellent. I think I think nobody breaks it down simpler and clearer than Donald Trump, and then he well, repeats well, the message over and over, over and over, and over again, over. and you're like, mm -hmm. yeah, got it, sure. He's yeah. great at messaging. He's a, he's a master at it. Syringe and stick it into us. That I just like went no. That was stupidity. When what now? When Trump? Oh, yeah. let's just take some bleach and just inject it into us. I mean, <sighs> come on. That was just plain stupidity. And the funny thing is, I think he had actually received some kind of information about a treatment involving chemicals from a cleaner. So you take that information, you talk like Trump, and that's what happens. Yeah, I think when you're <laughs> sort of half listening to what people are telling you, like, oh, yeah. that's, I heard them it, sitting he, that, like a bleach. So, Kim, just to be honest, like people obviously who didn't, who don't bother listening or who are already just like full-blown deranged, they didn't, they didn't get the gist of that story. He was talking to some of the doctors, and they had actually told him about treatments that involve some of the chemicals that are in uh, the cleaners. But of course, 
you know, again, he's not the greatest speaker. So when he came out on the mic, he said what he said. And of course, people ran with it. But he actually did hear that. He actually was told that. So he also said it would just disappear. Yeah, he did say it would disappear by summer. And and that's 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 just him trying to be unrealistically optimistic. And I've said, and I'll say it again, I prefer that over what, what what's his name said. That's an We're, interesting way to explain darkness. a lie. There's going to be like plenty that. of darkness. We're going to live in darkness. That's all I heard from what's his name before he got elected. Darkness. He's not like, lying. He's I don't just mean... being overly optimistic. Uh, are you serious? No, yeah, that's what he always Holy does. Shit, no, Joe, 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 think about <laughs> it. I, I, everything he ever said was a superlative about greatest, best. I mean, that he lived on that. That that's just that that's just him all around. That's just him all around. And so he's dishonest. You know, he's a dishonest person. I mean, if you're gonna say that everything he he said involving some kind of superlative is just dishonesty, then then honestly, nobody might as well like you might. I as mean, well just- dishonest as far as he's got contractors going back 10, 12 years, he still hasn't paid. I mean, he's a dishonest person. <laughs> he's a dirty, dishonest person. It's a they all are though. I'm not. I, I don't think. Oh, I I I I wasn't asking about all of them. I'm asking about Trump specifically. You. I won't mean, say yeah. That. I guess I don't. We don't. You know, he is. Just say he. He is. We, it's okay to say it. No, it's he's okay a, to say he's, he's a dishonest. very corrupt person. The crap that I heard because none he's of a it's very like, corrupt person. There's still no record for all that stuff. People Trump keep University. saying Trump. No, University. yeah, those were those were all those were all like things that came out. Like he's got business ventures that went bad. And Dude, if you heard if you heard Obama <laughs> had a store where he was like fucking <laughs> frauding people, you lose your fucking this mind. This is kind of what I'm talking about. Uh, Kim, you hear bits of information about something, you run with it. Carlos, I'm not reading bits of information. <laughs> I watched hours of testimony where people were like, Donald Trump promised this and then never delivered. And he uh, had his reasons were, for not delivering. No, he did no, have a rebuttal. No, it's called fraud. Ah. It's called fraud. When you promise somebody something and they pay money and you don't deliver. Yeah, here's here's my fraud. issue. Here's my issue. Like, you're harping, you're harping like on his fraud. Dollars you're harping on his fraud. fraud you're harping on his fraud and his lies, and yet everyone because else. You won't like, say he's dishonest. You said he was. I'm not saying he's honest. honest he's as capable of lying as anyone else. He's a salesman for he's God's more sakes. Capable, yes. No, I don't just no, say see, he's a liar. That's where I disagree. Say that's he's I disagree. a liar. And I think. I think. And I think. No, we'll be fine no, no. Here. I think the politicians oh we got today are more dishonest. At, They're just better at it. Yourself right They're now. just better at it. You're embarrassing yourself. I'm not. You're honestly. putting words in my mouth. This what you're guy, saying is, what you're saying is, what you're saying is, he was the greatest liar. A fraud and case I'm telling you, them. no, no. I think the politicians class, we're dealing with today are even better lawsuit, at it. A class action lawsuit with 1,200 students. How much more dishonest can a guy be? I'd still say that politicians are even worse. Yeah, he is a politician, and he's the absolute no, worst no, 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 no. He was yeah. not a politician coming in. I'm talking about the geniuses we got in there he's today. He's been his whole life for it. He is. Oh. As, <laughs> why do you, Why do you think he's got all these wives and all these kids by all these women cheating on all his wives? I mean, again, dishonest. A dishonest person. Yes. Oh yeah, but I mean, still, right. these other guys I'll are dishonest that. on their I'll own way. Look, just stop. Stop. <laughs> Hold on. Ready? I'll, I'll make a deal with you, Bill Clinton. And Donald Trump are dishonest people. Would you agree with that statement? Oh yeah. Okay, thank you. That's yeah. all I wanted. But I mean, I'll give you. Uh, I'll throw Bill in there because I feel the same way about Bill as I do about about Donald Trump. 
They're dirty, disgusting opportunists. I'm not stupid. I know when Bill Clinton's lying. You know how I can tell? His lips are moving. Same as Donald Trump. They're, they're two of the absolute worst human beings on earth. I talked about power and greed earlier, and they're two perfect examples. One on the left, one on the right. Same bullshit. Yeah, I think they I see think, how it works. Yeah. They exploit the system. Sorry, I'm not going to defend any of them. That's fine. That's fine. But I think guys like Biden get a pass when they're just as bad. They're just better at it. What did he lied about? Oh, good lord! <clears throat> I mean, I'm all of his dealings you in Europe. Thing. All of his dealings in Europe. Oh, stop! There's no, no evidence for that, Carlos. No, Cut this shit with no, that. there's no. no evidence. It's been investigated. The FBI investigated it. <laughs> it's been looked into. There's no evidence. If there was, bro, they would have done something about it. They're same not. shit with Hillary Clinton. You guys just keep so, repeating the same yeah. fucking nonsense. Look, look, Stop you, it. You, you need evidence. You you're need not evidence. It. You don't you're not gonna have get any. it. You're not gonna get it. You're How not are you gonna not gonna get it? Oh, that's right. The the liberal cabal that runs the oh my god. Are we listen, gonna go down listen. that road? We want to go down that road now. We'll get there in a few years because everything <laughs> tends to come out later. But I'm telling you, man. Let me ask you something. For eight years, I'm sure you thought Obama was coming for your guns and eventually was going to reveal he was a Muslim and take over the country. It didn't happen. No, I none of those that. things happened. But they were telling you it was going to happen. You know they were. No, but I didn't believe that. I see those but you are believe that's, the bullshit that's, that's, now. That's the sad part. But he's he's already shown you. There's you video evidence of certain things. Worn you down. Oh, there's no man. there's no evidence of any of the shit in Ukraine. There's no evidence of any of the shit with China. And, there and you think and laptops. you think they're just going to go ahead and show it to you? There was who you the think? FBI? Why would the FBI give a shit? It was Trump's you mean the FBI. same FBI? Whoa, hold on. It was oh, Trump's Jesus. FBI Seriously. when they were investigating Hunter the Biden. The same FBI who allowed a woman to smash evidence. You're 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 fully relying on them. You think that's true oh, too? Get that's out of here. You think that's get true, Carlos? If you, you seriously think, think up, if you, you think seriously think up the up FBI up? is a completely wholesome organization, and they didn't then arrest forget her. Forget you think she? You think Hillary Clinton destroyed evidence and the FBI was like, oh, yes, he did. oh, we need we need the information. Yeah, well, it's gone. Sorry. Well, hey, no problem. You it's really already been discussed. It's been discussed that, that is, and it's already it, in court. Everything docs. you're saying has been debunked. No, it hasn't. Repeatedly. Yes, okay. it has. Right. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Look it up. I will. It's all been debunked. It hasn't. We'll look it up. It Jay. has. All right. Uh, Carlos. <laughs> Trust me, because I've read it. I'm, I'm not telling you something that's not uh, true. It's all been debunked. There's okay. nothing on the laptops. All right. There's nothing there. If there was, don't you think they would have dropped it before the election so he could win it? The whole point. They're right. not going to find it, though. No. They're not going to find she what? She got rid of it. Uh-huh. Repeat your last and part again. What what is your evidence to any of the things you're saying? They they already investigated it. Uh huh. They, they had been, and, what I'm saying is clear look, her on it. They 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 gave her basically a complete slap on the hand for that, and uh -huh. so they've treated that investigation and they've treated other investigations completely differently. So she was investigated you, for the entirety of Obama's administration for eight years. There were seven hearings wait, just on Benghazi, wait, and I read the Benghazi? final report. Benghazi, don't even get me started on Benghazi. 
Benghazi's the CIA compound. It doesn't fall under the State Department. So here, here's, 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 where, here's where you and These I just facts. don't see eye to eye. You, know this stuff. you honestly feel that the information you get from reports about FBI investigations. I got it from Shepard Smith on Fox News. Yes. He also read the entire report and it's he, it wasn't Hillary Clinton's fault. What, Benghazi? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's it's not a State Department. I don't think it's a CIA compound. It falls under the Department of Justice. Listen, I'm just I'm much more skeptical when it comes to information that's quote unquote released. You you seem to feel that whatever it is you get is truth to power, and we're not going to agree. Congress wrote a report and released it, and I read it. And you think that and it was a Republican? Yes, it was the the Republican Judiciary Committee wrote it. Still, though, you still don't think they're going to cover for themselves? Why would they cover for they Hillary Clinton fucking election year? What are you even talking about? Nah. That makes no sense. That makes zero sense. Zero. All right. Well, we'll find out, man. But I'm saying I'm not. I hope I, you're I, not right about you, all that. No. I really have egg on my face. No. I you doubt just, it, though. You put way too much trust into that, and I don't. Information I do, I read it and Not, I take it at face value. Yeah, yes. that's 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 part when, of the problem. A, I think the Republican Judiciary Committee investigates Hillary Clinton at the tune of nine million dollars for the seventh time, and they came they come up with the same results. I have to take the Republicans at their word. I was still voting Republican then too, Carlos. It was at that point where I was like, Are these guys really full of shit about Hillary Clinton? Is this all a lot of bullshit? And I started reading into all of that shit. And you know what I found? It was all debunked. Uranium One, I noticed you guys stopped flapping your fucking mouths about that shit. That isn't true either. None of any of that was true. At all. The timeline didn't even match up for that. That's what a ridiculous bunch of bullshit you're getting in your right-wing media. I promise you this. It's not, but that's not what I was getting at. What I was getting at, and it is in the reports, the same reports you read, was the treatment of the investigations. And so what I'm saying is just, you know, you you say, oh, the FBI said, I said, I don't, I don't believe that the FBI is completely wholesome and and front and center about things they do. I mean, we, we just, you'd you'd rather take Vladimir Putin and his word about the FBI. That's That's all been debunked too. That is pretty that. It you isn't. That, that wasn't the pump at all. The top dogs had messed you, with that. Did you read the Mueller report? Did you read the Mueller report? I mean, the one he said where nothing happened. Oh, but it could have. The one where he said, "If I was saying the president was innocent, I would have said that." He <laughs> then said, right. "It's on Congress to do something about <clears throat> that." You can't indict a sitting president is actually if, what he if said. If you can't say he's guilty, then you he's can't also, say he's guilty. He's, there's also a court case in the Southern District of New York involving Michael Cohen. And there's a unnamed co-conspirator number two. Guess who that motherfucker is? Well, no, Donald I'm waiting Trump. for that too. I do know Absolutely. that Absolutely. I do know the tax records are there. Let's see what happens. That's all stuff that's unfolding. But Mueller's report well, right. was written. Mueller's report was written exactly what it was intended to do. It yeah, listen, he didn't do it, you, but I'm not going to admit what, it. What you've heard is the Bill Barr version. That's how right-wing media presented it. It's not true. Joe, You're being deceived. Joe, you didn't read the Mueller report. Was, it's obvious. If he was, you didn't he read the Mueller so. report. No, you heard. No, you heard Ben Shapiro and Glenn Beck tell you what it said. Uh, I read it. I actually. We all heard it. 
And I no, you didn't hear it. We I all you gotta heard it. read it. The man couldn't even testify for it. He sat there like a blundering idiot reading because through pages. That's not his job. Special counselors aren't supposed to aren't supposed to he, testify. Oh man. That's all not right. their job. It's also not his job to indict. Listen, it's his job to make recommendations to Congress. It, it was an him. egg, it was an egg on his face because he had nothing. And that's it. That's egg why that that's He's why that Republican. testimony looks so terrible. Oh, That's dude. why he sat there. What page? Anything. I don't remember. Anything. Holy shit. You know, Bob Mueller's a Republican and one of the most yes, respected guys in D.C., a, a man of integrity. He wasn't looking for shit. He was investigating. This yeah. is your problem. You a assume everybody but yourself is biased in a some man way. of integrity. That's only funny. You. Yes. That's he's one funny. of the only people so, considered to be a man of question? integrity in Washington. That's why they picked him. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here's a question. Where your 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 lack of knowledge is showing here on some of this stuff. Uh, Where do no, you guys Joe, I mean, we saw the performance. We saw the team. Saying. We saw the you team he picked. Laugh all you want. We saw I, the I'm team you right he picked. Now, the Thirteen angry Democrats. Also we, not true. <clears throat> oh, registered okay. Republicans right. on that group, dude. The information's out there. You could read it. Dude, when you have Weissman on your team, yeah. Kim, what were you gonna say? Look it up. Well. Where are you guys getting your research on all this? I'm curious. Uh, I mean, you generally, generally I get my stuff from reports that are released <clears throat> by the government, where the Judiciary Committees or the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, they investigate, they write a report, and I read the report. I don't listen to Fox News. I don't listen to CNN. Where, I just read it. Where's Because I'd like to know where that site is. Oh, it's it's not like one specific site, but you can you can I mean all of these. If you click on an article for for the Mueller report, they'll send you a. There's a link to it. You can actually read the Mueller report. You can read the, the Benghazi report? report. Yeah, yeah, Bob Mueller, the special. Oh, the Mueller. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mueller report. Mother, and I was like, mother. Yeah, mother. All, all of this stuff is available for people to read. So again, if you're going to do your own research, I would say listen to what the guy actually said, and don't listen to what other people told you that he said. Right. I I watched the hearings and I read the reports and I heard what I heard. He said very very clearly, if I was saying the president was not guilty, I would have stated that. Oh. I can't indict a sitting president. It is okay. a. It is a uh, a a State Department mandate. You can't indict a sitting president. All the special prosecutor can do is make recommendations to Congress, which was what he did. But he couldn't say he was guilty. It's not his job. He's not a prosecutor. He's <clears throat> so he's it's a, not his no, job to say. You're so right. He cannot say that. It's not his job to say he one way that. or the other. Nope. Now, Carlos, was there a smoking gun evidence linking them? No. There was 112 contacts that went unreported. That's sort of what we were most concerned about. It was weird. It was weird when Jared Kushner uh, had to redo his security clearance 16 times because he kept forgetting meetings he had with Russians. And every time the FBI found out about one, he would amend his statement. So that there was some concern there, Carlos. Not a hoax. Whether there was an some actual collusion, we don't really know that. But there was certainly enough contact that it looks suspicious. That's why the FBI investigated it. And that's that's the truth. Now, again, was there was there clear and present evidence that Trump colluded with Putin? No, there wasn't. But again, Bob Mueller wasn't going to tell you that. That's not what his job is. His job wasn't to bring charges, nor was it to um, indict the president. He doesn't do that. He mm -hmm. just tells you what he found. 
You guys work that shit out amongst yourselves. I'm out. The fact that he even testified was only because he took exception to the fact that Bill Barr was misinterpreting what he said in his report. That was the only reason. Roll your eyes again. It's the I'm only reason. The no, only I, reason Bob Mueller went and testified before mm -hmm. Congress. He was very clear with them. He didn't want to do that. And it's part of the reason he didn't answer a lot of the questions. He had a few things he wanted to say. And mostly it was what Bill Barr saying is bullshit. Read the report. It's right. all in there. No, I'm sure. But I, again, I think even a, even a special, um, shoot, sorry, special uh, prosecutor, I mean, can clearly, you can't say guilty or innocent, but you can clearly, if I'm not mistaken, label, uh, you can you can clearly spell out cause and effect, and he he, he didn't. Sure, but he she showed evidence of 112 unreported contacts between the Trump <clears throat> campaign and Russia. You, you have to, to admit. To Hold up. To, to we don't know, Carlos. And I'll right, so we're that. assuming, we, though. We we're know. assuming. But Carlos... Let me ask you something. If your wife found 112 text messages from some girl down the street from you, that hot chick in the bikini, and you were like, no, 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 this is all innocent. Would your wife believe that? Right, you texted that girl when, 112 when times when, and you didn't tell her any of the times? When your wife would think that's suspicious. Am I right or am I wrong? Of course, but when you're when you're in so power, it doesn't mean dealing you with other nations. Wrong, Carlos, I mean, but who were the contacts? Admit, who were the contacts? Weird. All, all, well, I mean, listen, that, that, that chick that came to Trump Tower, it was a Russian agent. I mean, literally directly linked to Vladimir Putin, the one that came over here talking about adoption or whatever that horse shit was. And everybody oh. knows where she was really talking about the McGinsky Act, which is linked to adoption. That was basically code. She was like, I want to talk about this. Wink. Come on. But I mean, it didn't you'd have happen. To be, you'd have to be an idiot to not know what she was talking about. I could believe Don uh, Jr. But you're again. But not, but not Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort. Do you understand something? In 2012, Carlos, Paul Manafort got a pro-Russian Ukrainian candidate elected president in the Ukraine. Yeah, I believe he was hired. Six like months that. later, <clears throat> that, that president got chased out of the country. He had to flee the country. He was so evil and corrupt that, that they absolutely lost their shit on that guy. That was Paul Manafort's best friend. That's a problem. So just hiring Paul Manafort, again, was sort of a tip of the cap. Hey, Russia, we're down to talk here. Again, was there evidence of collusion? No. Didn't Manafort and, and, work and, and, for, for Reagan? Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so. He's good. He's good at his job. Don't get me wrong. So. He's also in prison. No, of course, now he's in prison. Yeah, that's right. fine. For, but... crime, for crimes against the United States. That was your <clears> president's <throat> campaign manager. Right. Right? I, I mean, know. again, if, if Joe Biden's campaign manager was arrested for crimes against the United States, you'd be losing your shit right now. You mean like Kerry? <laughs> you'd be losing your shit right now if you found that out. Mm -hmm. And 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 so all I'm saying is you got to have equal outrage on on either side, dude. Because I do. That's okay? the thing, though. I now, but see, this goes back to the premise of the conversation, which is I don't believe the media coverage is 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 balanced like that. And so, uh, you know, while we had all this like scrutinizing information about Trump, and a lot of it didn't come to fruition, 
I think there are things going on right now in the Biden camp that we're not hearing about because I mean, there look, are prime, prime example, a prime example, the, 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 the Hunter laptop thing that, that whether I don't, the bottom line is we were told what, Oh, that's, that's just uh, information from hacked uh, from a hack source. And now it's been verified that it was true, but that was deliberate. That was deliberate. And so I cannot sit here and, and, and trust what I'm hearing at face value. I don't think anyone can. Well, I'll Nobody put it to you like this. Should. Anything, right. hold on. But that's what I've been saying. First of all, anything, that's what I've been saying. Anything that you hear released from an active investigation is probably not true. Say that again. Anything that gets released from an active investigation is probably not true. That's why anything you hear from society, social media, news media, do not take at face value. When are we going to wake up and think for ourselves and question, ask a question, question everything to get to the truth? Yeah, well, that's what everybody should be doing. <clears throat> but we're taught and programmed not to think, a, to only think a certain way. But if you well, got see, I used to, if you I used to think a certain way, way and now I bullied, think a different way. You get bullied, <laughs> you get ridiculed. You get the shit beat out of you at some times because you don't want to believe what they want to do. And then be, people silence themselves. Some people silence themselves, even though they think a, a different way, they silence themselves because they're afraid to speak their truth, their voice, and what they believe in. That's got to mm. fucking stop. I'm sorry. Well, that's why we have this show. <laughs> well, I'm speaking it for the other people. I'm speaking. No, for I, I hear you. I hear you. But that's why we do what we do here. Uh, you know, th this show is more organic than anything. Um, I've, I've, you know, Joe and I have discussed this. Um, we come with what we think. Uh, we're, we're always okay with being corrected, and, uh, and, uh, and we're just trying to see. Joe and I just went back and forth for a good forty-five minutes. I still like the guy. I was just going to say, I like you even more now than I did before the show started for some <laughs> odd reason. I don't know what it is about you, Carlos. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're such a likable guy. Nobody cares where Frank is. Late night at the car wash. He's probably on chapter three, but I don't think Tyler was here for that part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> chapter. We got to get him a book now. <laughs> oh, my God. Two hours. <laughs> Excuse me. Ah. So well, thank you for having me, even though I, I barely got two cents in. It's all that's not true. Amazing. The whole first half of the show was for that's you. my fault. Yeah. <laughs> you did get a lot at the beginning. Sorry, yeah, I got okay. a little nutty at the end. I had more interesting topics to talk about. Oh uh, well, always give us a heads up on when you want to do it. And uh, you know, as long as you prepare us, because like when you when you said what you said last week, we're like, love, sex, and money. How's that gonna go? <laughs> But and it went well. But yeah, we'll 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 tackle it. Not a problem. Not a problem. So well, always, if you're all, if you're if you're, if uh, if you're down to come on, just give us a heads up. Let us know what you want to talk about, and we're good. We're good. Okay, I will. All right, all right. So um, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. We went an hour long, but that's cool. That's cool. Uh, it's always good to banter and get it off our chest and whatnot. It's Friday night. You know, doesn't it honestly though feel good? To have a conversation with somebody who thinks differently than you do. Oh, and it's just yeah. sort of sort. I mean, again, right at, at the end of the day, Carl, like 
my mom the other day said to me, she's like, you're always on those shows freaking out and screaming. And and I said to my mom, I, you know, in, in all honesty here, I'll say this because it's the end of the show. Most of this is theatrics. I really don't give a shit one way or the other. I mean, <laughs> I'm a white straight guy in America. I'm pretty sure shit's going to be fine for me. Yeah, you know I feel I mean? oppressed talking to you. Like, I'm I'm fine. Um, yeah, so I, I at the end of the day, I really don't care. I And I really do, honestly, I think it's important that we all talk. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and hear what sort of information, because I'm telling you, it, I, I know people who still think that uranium one thing is true and they, they're, they, they're basing other thoughts and decisions on that. And I'm like, dude, it's, it's not true. It's not true. I wish it was. I don't like the Clintons. I don't think I could have been any clearer about that tonight. I wish all those things about Hillary were true. The more I researched them, because I mean, I've seen that kill list too. The more I've seen half of that kill list easily debunked. There's definitely a couple of shady ones on there. Vince Foster uh, is one. (laughs) I I mean, I was very anti-Clintons when that happened, and I was convinced that's the one I most definitely think we could pin on on the Clintons. But again, I think it's more Bill than Hillary. I think Bill Clinton is one of the most evil people on the planet. I think Prince Andrew from Britain, Donald Trump, Jeffrey Epstein, I think all of those people, all those super wealthy guys, dude, I don't trust any of them. I think they're the worst of the worst, you know, and Bill Clinton is probably a conservative and Donald Trump is probably a liberal, but it doesn't (laughs) matter because at the end of the day, they've done very well for themselves and they don't give a shit. It's drunk with power. It's the reason both of these guys have multiple rape accusations against them, sexual harassment against them. There's a lot of people who have made a lot of accusations against these people. You would think if, if these were good dudes that so many people wouldn't speak out against them. And when I see all that kind of evidence against these guys, I'm like, I, I, I know in my heart and in my head that neither one of them is a good person. Neither one of those guys will ever look out for anybody but themselves. You know, it's a shame. It is a shame. I really like George Bush. I never voted for Obama. I kind of liked the guy. I felt like he was as, as as sincere and genuine as my guy George W. Bush was. I think you're right, Carlos. I think the best thing you said tonight was they don't speak from the heart. No. I think <laughs> if Hillary Clinton had ever had one literal moment of humanity where you just saw the real I, I I've been told by people that work with her, she's a fucking riot. She's a really cool person to be around. Um, and I was like, I would have never thought that because you don't get that sense. You get a very robotic sense from her. She talked about having a public and a private persona. And you hear that shit and you're like, I don't want to trust that person. If she was as real as, the, as she is with the people around her, we probably all would have really loved her. That was her own miscalculation, as was her her coalition of the, of the whatever they were. Um you know, that that idea of uh, it, it very much became the anti-white man movement. Um, and, and her own <clears throat> husband explained to her why that was a terrible strategy. And it's the it was literally the only way she could lose to Donald Trump. And she did colossal failure on her part. You know, whether there was any help from Russia, whether there was a deal there, I can't say because I don't know. 
There certainly was influence, and it certainly went against her. Those are facts, okay? Um, I don't feel bad for her because she's not a great person. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I also I don't like the fact that Russia <clears throat> had that sort of influence on it. So I, I hate all of this in a big way. And, and, and at the end of the day, Carlos, I just want to know the right information. I don't care what party it's coming from. <clears throat> I just want to know who's full of shit and who isn't. Because some of them are really out there working for us. And and those people tend to get primaried out. Yeah. And it's fucked yeah, up. I agree. And I agree. that is fucked up. I agree. I think one of the biggest casualties of the campaign, and, and it's funny because you, you think, oh, you, you just bleed R. And I'm like, that's not necessarily true. I actually said, if I, if he loses, I hope it's to Gabbard. I think she's awesome. I like her. And and she was the first one to get completely washed out. <laughs> they got rid of her. And I was like, oh, why? And so I thought that was awful that they did that to her. Uh, and, 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 and because she doesn't play by the rules. She doesn't play by the rules. So... Well, neither does Bernie, and it's why Bernie's never going to get the nomination. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't be an independent and think that they're going to make you their candidate. I mean, you got to join the fucking party, dude. You know, but uh, why, listen, why not change the party to something better? Uh, Kimberly, I don't disagree with you, but they're not going to do that. And so the only way you're getting that nomination, if you're Bernie, is if you put the D next to your name. I mean, you just got to do it. Well, right? vote the person out. You have the power to vote the person out. There but, were two but they people. didn't even give him a chance to get there is the problem. And so he ready? could have he could have run on his own. But he could have. Yeah, he certainly could have. He, he chose he chose for the good of the party. Do you guys remember no. Eric Cantor from oh, Ohio? Yeah. He was Speaker of the House, got yeah. along great with Obama, uh, was down with, with McCain, the gang of eight, really trying to pass bills and make shit happen with yeah. a very divided government. He got he lost. Yeah, I remember the Republicans primaried his ass out, and it's like this is a this was one <clears throat> of the good ones. Joe Cowley, the Democrats did the same thing to him, primaried him out. Yeah, there's some, you know, the party is. If you're you're not looking out for the party right now, Carlos, on either side. On either side. They will run you out of town. I mean, Trump has turned it into literally a science where he threatens the idea of the primary. (laughs) They never publicly threaten it. They just, you just hear it through the grapevine that there's some fundraisers and they're finding another candidate to primary you. You don't usually get the public threat like that. That's where it's at right now. And I hate that because it feels like they're like you're blackmailing people. Like if, if Liz Cheney wants to vote against the president, I guess we're just going to have to primary her out. Yeah. And it's like, well, but then aren't you promoting the idea of not <clears throat> thinking for yourself? Yeah, exactly. Liz Cheney's not <clears throat> a stupid person. Liz Cheney saw that insurrection the same way I did, and she voted that way, and I give her all the credit in the world. She comes from a great Republican family, okay? The idea that that people like Matt Gates, that piece of shit pedophile, would, would speak out against her because she she did what she thought was the right thing based on her own convictions— so you, you can't be on one hand being like, oh, the Democrats just don't want you to think one way. And a Republican has a different idea. And you're like, get her the fuck out of here. Bro, again, I need consistency on both sides. It's mm-hmm. got to apply to both sides or you're full of shit and I'm not listening. 
I don't mean you. I just mean anyone in general. That's right, how right, right. I work. Your your logic has to apply to both sides, or I know you're full of shit. <laughs> that's 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 sort of how I shake this all out, right? If if I can give you a liberal example, and you're like, well, no, no, or a conservative, and you're like, well, no, not that that not that guy, but that liberal definitely. If if it doesn't apply to both, then it's bullshit. We got to apply it to both. We got to apply it to everybody. Republican, conservative, independent, whatever they are, same standard. Same standard. And we listen, at the end of the day, Kimberly, we need more than two parties because, you know, when, when the, the, the tape, uh, the grab by the pussy tape came out, I remember Paul Ryan, who was the oh, head of the Republican God, Party, was like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can look at my daughters in the eyes if I, if I vote for Donald Trump. I, I, I might not vote for him. And it's like the, the head of the Republican Party is not going to vote for the Republican candidate. Bullshit. And of course he voted for Trump. What choice did he really have? And and I think oftentimes we run into that where you have a Republican or a Democratic senator that's been around there for a while. And they're not doing jack shit for you. And you vote for them anyway because they're your party. Wow. I don't get that shit, man. I mean, Kentucky, Kentucky has 13 <laughs> of the 20 poorest counties in this country. And they're, I mean, Mitch McConnell, 30 years, they keep sending the same son of a bitch back. Yeah, it's like, you uh, guys are dirt poor. What was that movie? Get rid of that son of a bitch. He's killing the whole country. What was that movie, uh, Distinguished Gentleman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the name you know. That's 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 basically what it is. It's exactly that's what it is. basically what it is. And that's what it's always uh, been. That's what it's always been. I'll I say mean, this. Super proud of Georgia. And I don't care if Georgia votes red in the next 10 elections. This one time in this one election, Georgia was like, fuck you. We're not going red. What are you going to do about it? I'd love to see Texas do that. I'd love to see Connecticut go red one of these times. You know, mix it up a little bit, people. There's a reason why we have eight swing states and it always boils down to four. And it's usually (laughs) Ohio and Florida and fucking Pennsylvania. Those are the because we're all idiots and we're like, no, I'm just gonna vote for the same guy. Think outside the box. Yeah. If, if you're if you're a Democrat and the Democrat isn't working for you, you might have to vote Republican one election, and vice versa. I mean, if, if your guy's not getting it or gal's not getting the job done, vote for the other party. Your party will know that you voted for the other party. And to me, it's a wake up call. Yeah, I I stay registered Republican, Carlos, because I want the Republicans to see me voting Democrat and be like, why is he doing that? Are we are we not servicing this guy? Does this guy not feel good about what we're doing? No, I don't. People are like, why don't you leave the Republican Party? I don't I shouldn't have to leave the white supremacists and the Nazis should. I've been here longer. I named my daughter Reagan. Yeah, I remember. You told me that. I mean, I'm tried and true. I still have the card in my wallet. I stopped contributing. <laughs> I stopped contributing in 2014. That was the last time I sent them a dollar. I've never sent the Democrats a, a buck. They'll take so, it from you. <laughs> I, I know they will. Believe me. Oh, dude, I see my wife's email like six, six a day begging for money. Isn't there a misconception about white supremacy? Biden 
put that in what sense? The FBI said that they're the biggest threat to our national security. I know Carlos doesn't trust the FBI, but they don't like the white supremacists what? at okay, all. Okay, so there's what, 100,000 to how many billions of people in the world? Or is that white supremacy a different meaning to something else? If you go again, Carlos, this sounds like a whole other show, dude. <laughs> I think I, I, I get what she's asking. Um, are, you know, is, is it literally a threat or are we using the term uh, in a broader sense yes. that that we're not like Antifa? Uh, no, no. I think no. I think what she's what she might be getting at. You can correct me if I'm, wrong. I'm just interpreting. Is that are we using the term white supremacy on a grander white agenda? Yes. Yeah. Well, you could e e easily substitute the term white nationalist, which is somebody who just really believes in the white agenda, like America's but a white country. Are we using it to the point Jesus. where it's just affecting anything that's white? Is, or is, white. is no, because no one says you, I'm a white supremacist. No, or is it but you're white, you, so I get to yeah. automatically assume a few things until we talk. You feel yeah, me? you certainly okay, could. Well, like okay. I said, I feel oppressed. I'm brown. Yeah, <laughs> just looking at you, I get scared. It's the privilege <laughs> vibe that you're getting. I'm just saying. I'm being told I should be scared of you. <laughs> with democracy, in a way that if you go against what these in power that we voted for. Mm -hmm. If you go against what they're putting into place, you are a white supremacist. You uh, are a threat. You're picking up on the language. You're saying the quiet parts out loud. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I get what you're saying. And I would tend to agree with you to, a, to an extent where essentially just going against the grain has, has made it commonplace for, for, for that kind of insult to be hurled at you, even if it's completely unjustified. Yeah, that's that's where a lot of people go. Mm -hmm. I think. I think. I think and, that's I think that's just easy to say. <clears throat> it's lazy. It's lazy. But, but, but it, it is a tactic, Joe. At the end of the day, if if I want to somehow assert uh control on you, or at least your opinion, your you know, just call you a racist, just call you a white supremacist. Yeah, and it automatically puts you in a, in a position of backpedaling, even though it's completely unjustified. Sure. Not at all. Here's the funny thing. I've noticed <laughs> that people who um, backpedal and seem to freak out when being called a racist are kind of racist. And <laughs> it really touches the nerve. I've been a Republican my whole life. You don't think I've been called racist before? <clears throat> Yeah. Um, I can easily disregard that and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. And nor would my blood pressure rise even a drop over the 160 over 110 it's currently at. But um, but it is happening yeah. to a point where sure. Again, I noticed that the people who bitch most <laughs> about being called racist are people who say kind of racist shit. Why are you calling me racist? Well, what you just said was yeah. racist, and so I'm offended, and I'm explaining to you that that's what a racist would say. And since okay. you said it, you're a racist. And then well, they really, saying, and then they yeah. really freak the fuck out. And I think <clears throat> if you're freaking out like that, I, I, I've got to be touching a nerve of some sort. Yes. Right. But here's my thing. But I think she's saying it's become a carte blanche issue. And, and I do agree with her to an extent. Because he's bringing it up because of what happened on January 6th. All those people are 
you know, that rioted and caused that, they, he's putting it out there, the white supremacists. Those were just outrageous people that were doing stupid shit and went up to the Capitol and did what they did. I was listening to that part <clears throat> and I was like, wait a minute, are you calling these guys white supremacists? Because yeah, well, because three of them were groups of white supremacists. So, yeah. Well, I, I think they've discovered that a few members were, were just part of different groups. Uh, I believe one of them uh, one of the ones who was filming and got paid for it or something was for BLM. I mean, there, there was a mixed bag of lunatics there. And it was a small group that went in there considering the size of the... But but to your point, <clears throat> to your point, and this is something all politicians do, you take that incident and you take the fraction of the people who did what they did against the large amount of people that were there and you smear it on the wall. It becomes, you, you kind of broad brush it to... You can call it pass an agenda, uh, make a point, anything. But th that's what they all do. That, and, and I think it's disgusting. I think it's disgusting because, again, to what you're trying to say, if I'm hearing you right, he called, he basically assumed that that entire thing was a white supremacist thing. You got to watch that speech again because yeah. he, he was bringing these two different. Right, he's trying to melt it like, all. He's trying to melt it all in. No, they're not. He's trying to melt it all in, and and like you said, he's probably trying to make make it feel like it's a much bigger deal than it is. I, I'm with you on that. I, I know Joe and I have talked about the evil whites, and I'm like, yeah, I, I hear about them every two to four years. Like, I'm I'm still kind of waiting, <laughs> but it's not to say it's not to say they don't exist. I mean, Wait, that would you, be ignorant do not, too. Do you not remember uh, in in two years and then two years ago uh so four years ago when they kept telling you these mexican caravans were coming to rape your daughters i don't know i mean they pulled that shit they pulled that shit twice just before the election the caravan was coming and then that was it we just sort of lost track of it um so yeah there there's something there's something there's something to generalizing a group and making them seem like a giant threat the republicans do it with uh people from south of the border and democrats do it with white people now again i i think there's a mighty fine line between the white nationalist white people and regular white people and i think they're easy to spot because the the white nationalist white people are again generally the ones that are asking black people why they're at the pool, uh, are asking the Dominican landscaper where his papers are. Um, there's a lot of that, and it's it's a problem. It's definitely a problem. You know and what? I we're in the 21st century. You need to fucking grow up. Get over it. We're oh well, I, I think people are trying to get over it they're by they're saying they're that it's unacceptable. Percentage. By by making something societally uh, unacceptable is going to sort of take <clears throat> everyone being like, yeah, cut the shit. And well, I think that's well, where we're at now. And I think we're like this close to getting rid of racism once and for all. I'm just kidding. Good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Here's the other thing. That's just proof right There's there. There's too much money in racism, that's Joe. It'll right never go away. That we're still there is. In the past. <laughs> And we've been we've been living communally as humans for about eleven thousand years. <clears throat> the fact that we haven't murdered each other to the point there's no one left stuns me. 
the fact that there's 7 billion people and that we haven't murdered each other, I find stunning. There's been, there's been racism since the first group walked into the second group and we're like, what the fuck is this? And they (laughs) bang the shit out of each other. Uh, and, and I mean, it's literally, we started living communally in, in small city States and then immediately started going to war. It it took about two seconds to decide the other people suck and it's, it's human nature. So you're right. Racism isn't going to go anywhere because (laughs) it's programmed in us as, as anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the more we talk about our race, uh, which again is, a social construct and, and DNA, you couldn't tell a black person from a white person through DNA. Uh, you can't also, if you've ever spent money on a DNA kit to figure out how Indian you are, they're fucking with you. There's no way to measure that. That's not how DNA works. Um, so I, I say, I say 11,000 years after we literally started living together, um, developed language, about 10,000 years ago, I think we should be patting ourselves on the back at how not racist we are. Wait, you're going 10,000 years? Dude, ancient civilization can go far back as 450,000 years. Oh, um, they've got humans in Britain 5.4 million years ago. I'm talking about when we literally started living communally with laws and language, which is about (laughs) 11,000 years ago we started farming. That's That's how recent that shit is. Wait a minute, the code, the um, Ambarambi's Hammurabi's code, code yeah. Okay, hmm? that was more than 11,000 years. It wasn't. <clears throat> it's not. It's about, that's about 8,000 years ago, Hammurabi's code. Okay, because those, the, the BC, it the AD, it confused. Yeah, me. yeah. You and, oh, again, you gotta, you gotta account for the BC and the AD, and that's why, yeah, you got about, 4,000 BC years of recorded history, which is so imagine. I mean, how fucked that is that we count backwards uh, for certain years. That's such a bizarre, bizarre thing. Uh, and as far as a war on Christmas, what year is it? Anybody? The war it's, on Christmas. Oh God. What year is it? I don't know. Honestly, what year is it? What's the year that we go by 2021? 2021. I mean, it's, Yeah. Yeah. The war on on Christianity. uh, We literally count the years based on when your Messiah supposedly died. That's insane. Oh, Oh, women. It's not on Christmas. He was born on Christmas, but it was Easter. Right. Right. Again, my point is we 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 literally the year that we say it is. I mean, the 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 planet's six point three million years old. And we're calling this we're calling this the year twenty twenty one. We've had civilization for 11,000 years, and it's 2021. Oh, no, yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure that I mean, we're again, off when, a lot. When the, calendar, the calendar used to have 10 months at one point. So. Oh, absolutely. There used to, Caesar's calendar had 445 days to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, we're off on a lot of things. <laughs> absolutely. It, it, look, it's all trial and error until you're dead. Yeah, then it doesn't matter. No, and then it doesn't, <laughs> does it? So. <laughs> Well, all right, guys. Oh my! I God. have yeah. I've got to get uh, I've got to get to the to the to the baby. Um, great show, great show, good talk. Like you said, good to get it off our chests. Uh, and uh, that's why we do what we do here Friday nights. Uh, 
Joe, if you want to promote some of your other shows, I'm not as good as Frank at that. I apologize. Um, but by Don't all means. Happy to jump in here. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I want to plug Kimberly's show, Wake Up With KC. She also just started her uh, own talk show, so make sure you check that out. Um, tomorrow um, on Throwing Jabs at 10 a.m., we have uh, Connecticut Boxing Hall of Famer Iceman John Scully going to be on the show. Um, go to clovercrestmedia.com. We have 38 podcasts, 14 live shows, all sorts of genres, lots of sports, true crime, you know, a little bit of a little bit of everything. We have a couple of religious podcasts too. Uh, some really great complimentary pieces to this show, speaking it real, divided we stand, <clears throat> and uh, I'll piss you off shortly. All really cool shows, and you'll see a lot of these same characters uh on all the different shows. So again, clovercrestmedia.com. And you can go to clovercrestmedia.com backslash speaking it real if you want to learn a little bit more about Carlos and Frank. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we welcome people who want to discuss anything. We're not, we're not, uh, like I said earlier, we're not rigid. This is not a specific show about a specific topic. We will discuss anything. And again, we're organic. <clears throat> uh, Frank and I don't pretend to be experts about anything. We bring what we know. Uh, we share what we think and we listen to the opinions of others and we'll take the information in, agree with it, disagree with it, stick to our guns, open up and say, oh, you know, and but again, that's the beauty of just natural conversation. And that's why we do what we do here. And we're going to try to keep doing it. And hopefully everybody will keep enjoying the show or joining with us. So uh, signing off for myself and for my buddy, Frank, who's not here tonight. Everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves, and we'll see you next Friday. Take care. Bye, guys. Have a good weekend. All right. Rocky Hill Accountants offers a unique, low-pressure approach to professional and personal services, which is why they have an excellent client retention rate and are extremely proud of the high-quality services that their firm provides. The executive team at Rocky Hill Accountants has over 35 years of combined experience in income tax preparation, bookkeeping, accounting, and IT crypto tax. They specialize in individual income tax preparation, as well as trusts, estates, and gift tax returns. The tax deadline for individuals is May 17th. If you're one of the 50 million Americans who still hasn't filed, visit RockyHillAccountants.com.